welcome to Mice Cast with your hosts, Greg, Mike, Richard, and Chris. Chris, Chris is a guest. Guest star, Rich or Chris yes. from the Big D podcast. Live How's from Canada. Woohoo! So, so how is the Great White North up there? Uh, actually, the weather's been pretty fair. It's uh, it's been above zero, so that would be in the mid to, to mid to thir- mid to upper thirties for for all the all the Imper- people. That imperial took. measurement, not the that's not, correct, a, not yeah. the metric, yeah, the non-metric crowd. That's right. And how- so, bas- so basically, the United States. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Pretty how, much. how is the land of B-rated actors? Actually, funny that you should mention that. I was watching David Letterman the other night, and uh, Martin Short was on. And Martin, Martin who? Martin Short. Marty. Marty. Oh, Marty. Oh, Marty, yeah. Marty. Yeah, yeah, okay. Marty, you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he was there for, I believe, two, two full segments, Ooh. and he completely carried the show, and he... He was much more than, than, and he was treated much more than a B-rated actor that comes on, does their five minutes, moves down to the other end of the couch, if they even stay. Um, and, I mean, he, he carried that. He had, he had Letterman, you know, in stitches the whole time. And it was, yeah, he's much more than just a B-rated. Uh, was he pitching something? No, not that I could tell. He was just out there having fun. I think they needed a guest. Yeah, I think they needed <laughs> so, a guest that they didn't. I think they needed a guest that they didn't need to write for. Oh, okay. Oh, so, <laughs> oh, no, so no, they no. weren't filling a holes of a spot that uh, some other A list left and oh, didn't show uh, up. Letterman well, has had his writers the whole time. Yeah, Letterman signed not the whole time. Yeah, I, I know. A while, no, the whole time. <laughs> no, he never, he never came on. No. The writers. no, he never came on. Period. He was off for a short period. He was came off for on. a couple of weeks. And yeah, he signed so his own it, deal. Okay, so you missed Luke. He was not no, on the whole time with his actors or he, his writers. Unlike Jay, unlike Jay Leno, who came on and went on for a couple of weeks without writers, David Carman never came okay, on the okay, air without his who writers. Who needs writers for a show like that? It's like us. We turn on the mic. You talk. You you you're, you you know he's supposed to be a comedian that used to write his own material. Come on. Write a monologue, get up there, do your shit, <laughs> let's move on. You know, hey, Marty, so, how's it going? Oh, that was tough to write. Oh, my God. Oh, well, exactly. You know what? Cut, cut your monologue down just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, to the stuff that you're writing and bring on another guest. Let the band play two songs. Who knows? Yeah, you know yeah, what? Right. <laughs> uh, well, that's good to hear well, because I like Marty, uh, though I have to admit sometimes... He wears me a little thin in some movies. Overall, um, he just I comes think a I, little over the top. Uh, well, that's on some his, of his character. That's his shtick to be over the top. Uh, yeah. But you know, for the most point, other than the making of me, which I found very disturbing at multiple <laughs> levels. Oh, dude. That was, <laughs> uh, that was so funny. Next time, I, you know, if I ever get to see that again, I'm going to have to take a Beverly in there with me, and oh. uh, it might change the whole experience. I don't know. Yeah, um, I'm definitely recording that. I don't care what they say, because <laughs> that's just that's classic. Well, I'm glad you're on the show. So, as our guest, sitting in the first chair of the couch, and we're not going to move you down to the, the only area. chair. We'll, we'll um, keep you on all the segments of the show here. We are I, I, going to I, talk tonight about the recent announcement of. The House of the Future coming back to Disneyland. The new 
the house new of the house future. of the future now before we pushed record mike's like well they haven't announced where they're gonna put it and both richard and i are like duh we already know where I, they're gonna I know put too. it the canadian knows he's not even a local so mike where do you think they might be able to put the new house of the future yeah we're it, all curious what you think well the only place that comes to mind is inside of the carousel building oh, you where, 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 where is that we, we have a winner thank you richard i need to have that ready <laughs> um that was pretty bright Mike, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you did read that they weren't going to rebuild the what I read as the George Jetson view. They were going to the old pretty much, house. yeah, they're going to make a contemporary home with new modern things in it. So I'm not really sure if it's truly the house of the future. Well, that, that was one thing that I was kind of thought about. Well, it who's too. the sponsor first? You I know? didn't see who the sponsor. Microshaft is one of them. Microshaft, yeah. Okay, so we know there's no advancements there. Um, Probably. But now, I, if Apple was the sponsor, that'd be a whole different ball game. But, but this is this is one of the things I was kind of wondering is, you know, the whole purpose of the house of the future when last we saw it, forty years ago, fifty years ago, uh, they were talking about all. Oh, the house! All the new technology, all the new technologies, and building the house. They were going to build them out of plastic instead of framing them in wood and all this type of stuff. And in this case, all we actually really are getting is just the interior interior spaces of the house. We're not really seeing no, any advances. According in the house to the itself. article, there you will see exterior, and the paints will be in kind of muted tones and and blah blah blah. So I think you will see the exteriors. You but told me on the inside. Right, right. You're not going to see it from. It's, they're going to build the house inside a building, which one I find dumb. Um, you say the so far from what you've seen in the moving carousel portion, that's intact. The moving carousel portion doesn't. I, I have not seen anything on the carousel floor. The actual turntable itself. Correct. Everything that's being built is in the central core, what okay. used to house the old stages for the original. Uh, sir, uh, carousel shows. Well, the stages and the seating area because they flattened out. Oh, no, I'm sorry, you're right. Was in the, the seating turn, area was on the turntable. Turn yeah. Those they already flattened so, out. Yes, so all the center core, including the backstage areas of the show area, all that stuff is being worked on. Right. All right, well, because so the article yeah. says, <laughs> says it's going to be a 5,000 square foot house. There's and far the, more than 5,000 square feet oh, yeah, in there, so that's not, that. not a problem. Yeah, and then it says that what you're going to see is like two bedrooms, a living room, dining room, uh, study, and a backyard. The backyard, I'm kind of curious about. <laughs> well, that's what throws everybody off. Well, you know, I think they, what you're going to see is picture you coming into a center core of some way. You'll be able to walk. It'll be a total of 5,000 square feet, but it won't be built normally as a house you'll you'll go into different segments and there'll probably be a portion that they simulate a backyard with you know whatever technology you can throw out there and and there's another statement in the article that says will look like a normal suburban home outside but inside will feature hardware software touchscreen systems blah 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 See, that's where i kind of got a little off on there is because they make it the comment that yeah. it's going to look like a normal suburban well home they build the a facade on the outside of it but right? you so, can't build the facade on the not outside on the, you not, only got no, no, eight, no. Eight to ten, eight or nine feet to be able to build a facade on the outside of this house. 
Uh, I think the ceiling height but regardless, is, is higher it's, than it's that. It's not but. like you're talking about how a real house would be built, though. Right. I think, I think they're build a facade of a house that can extend. Because you got to remember, the first floor is at least 10 feet tall to the next floor. They can get some height in there. What they're going to do upstairs, I don't know. Right now, the upstairs is the still upstairs open. The upstairs is still open. It's still going to remain the upstairs. You're going to have the, oh, the games the and stuff. And the games. Yeah, and all, all the, all the pimping of the Disney products. Uh, yeah. The new home will be made of wood and steel. Well, so far, all I've seen is steel <laughs> studs. No wood. Yeah, so, except I mean, the I've whole, been watching them put drywall up. So the is, whole is article the turntable going to keep spinning. Well, I guess that's the point: is your turntable spins while you stand on the outside and get a, a view of around the whole outside of the place. I guess I, you know, are they going to let you walk inside? It's it's going to be interesting. I, I I'm not quite sure. You know, the whole area is still a hard hat area, and I didn't have it. You know, of course, I'm not supposed to go into a hard hat area. And the area I could see. <laughs> like a master bedroom area. It looked like you had your main your main uh, bedroom area with the seat, sitting area, fireplace, and the bathroom off to one side. And they had steel studs up, blocking where I would picture a wall going, blocking my view from where the turntable is because I'm standing on the outside of the building looking in. Well, I found it funny that the average five thousand square foot home. The average five thousand square yeah. foot. Yeah, you know, I don't know about Chris lives about five thousand feet. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. I the idea of bringing something like that back is, I think, decent. But from what we've seen of how Disney has treated the future and advancements over the last twenty years, has been more to ignore it and make it look like you know the the Tomorrowland that never was or looking at it from a different time period and if microsoft's part of the deal you know microsoft can barely get their operating systems off the ground let alone show you anything in advancement we're not talking about vista are we uh, talking about the their, their biggest problem is legacy they got to deal with so much legacy but yep. that's just yeah. we're not gonna we're not gonna discuss that no, we're not gonna <laughs> bag on microsoft too late uh, <laughs> See, yeah. I would guess HP might be involved. HP's had some Most involvement likely with HP's Disney lately. He's had a lot of involvement with Disney. Uh, so what? We can show the latest inkjet printer. How you can, you know, I mean, what can they show us now that really you would think of an advancement? When they had the House of the Future, when they first built it, I mean, plastics was the big thing. I mean, carpet was plastic. Had, building was plastic. They had uh, giant TVs. They had microwave ovens. Things that didn't really exist. Microwave ovens, you know? automatic dishwashers, things that we take for every day now. What? Yeah. What? Well, obviously we we're hoping they show us something that isn't available now. But I mean, we could go to CES and probably see as much advancement in technologies if not we're going to see here. Yeah. And, and then and that brings up the question here is. You know, by bringing in someone like Microsoft that's actually mar trying to market their smart home stuff, are we actually going to see just marketing stuff, or are we actually going to see somebody that's taking a visionary look at what right. is the right. capability or, of the or, future? Right. A, a, future <laughs> a futurist look at, at you know at where we're going, not what what in in a year and a half, two years, I'm going to be able to sell you. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I think it's actually going to be true. No. Forward, uh, are 10, we going to be seeing years. Bill Gates' home, or portions of what he, we already know he has in his home, which could be in some way advancements over what you and I have? For instance, I understand you can go to his home. He'll pre-program this this thing you wear. Um, 
that already knows your taste in music, art, etc. As you can walk around the house, his large displays can display the art you're interested in, can play the music. It's very interactive, supposedly from what I read when he was building his home. Is that what he's also got? Bullet, he's also got bulletproof glass <laughs> because all the all the hicks that were uh, floating around, they were fishing out on the lake. Yeah, would drive, would would go along and shoot shoot at his house. Nice, great. <laughs> so they they kept having to they kept having to replace the glass. They finally put in bulletproof glass. You gotta love Americans and their guns. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, but that's I, for another show. Yeah, I see this as yeah. um, more of an, uh, a continuation of what innovations or interventions has become, which is just peddling the latest shit. It, it's not really been showing you anything like uh, when we had Communicore. That actually had some kind of cool stuff that was maybe down the line. You know, we could design a roller coaster. You know, design the roller long, coaster. long, and long time before Roller Coaster Tycoon or any of that crap came out. And even some of the stuff that was existing, one of the things that I was really intrigued with on the old Communicore of the past was the Satellite Center. Now, that was current technology that was and the uh, Computer Center that was in there. That was current technology that was being used and worked there, being worked at Communicore and Epcot. But it was really showing the interactiveness of being able to, how you could just beam instantaneously across the world and around the world. Although we kind of take it for granted, it had a really interesting and uh, way of how to show it off. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad to see something's being updated because Innoventions has been stale, personally, I think, since the day it went in. Yeah. They have tried to have new things. They used to have that car driving thing. Then they have the, the robot that can walk. I mean, they, they've tried some... <coughs> and Asimo me, will some, still be there, Some too. different things, but I see this, especially if Microsoft's involved, Microsoft as more of a pimping on the products you'll be able to buy next year, I, I, you know. And and again, I really question, you know, the how the old house of the future. They they want to try to make a comparison with the 1950s version. That was not just showing the interior, but also the exterior, and it was outside where it was out in the weather where people. Could and you see can it. use a, another design, a term that's used a lot in design. They thought outside the box. Exactly. <laughs> now they're literally putting the box, the box in the box. In the box. And they're and, keeping the packaging within the realms of right, the box. Right, and the packing peanuts will probably be in there too. They, But they're not giving, they're giving us a contemporary house with modern conveniences put in it rather than thinking... Well, because the house of the future is supposed to be like life in 1985, like almost 30 years distant. Was that wasn't that the premise of the House of the Future? Did it open with Tomorrowland when they were looking out tonight? No, it, no, it opened in '57. '57, but the, the new Tomorrowland at the time, or that was no, just, the, we hadn't done a new. Tomorrow, okay, that's right. So it's still the current. I don't Tomorrowland know. You know, I've got the was, soundtrack. Or, excuse me, 1984. I've got the soundtrack the, for the first, the first Tomorrowland. I think they were looking yeah. for. I've got the soundtrack to the Monsanto House of the Future. I'll have to listen to it and see if it says what year they're looking forward to, or if they're just telling you this is technology that's out there but, that is not implemented yet no no they certainly were not showing you contemporary things or things that are going to be out next year they're but trying the, to they're trying in to the scientific community that they were working on yeah but, well, but their whole, the whole premise was this is what life is going to be like in the 80s and you know your microwave oven the little yeah, couch that flips back and forth actually, uh, 
the hidden the hidden shelves that popped down and things or popped yeah, up. Yeah, but I don't yeah, think they actually gave you the name. I think they said, you know, in ten years you could all be like. I don't think they actually gave a year. But regardless, uh, it, it was it was they really pushed the technology and the vision of what the future was going to be was going to be, because they did talk about the radar range with microwave, which for the next twenty years was something that was really out of the reach for the average person. It wasn't until the late 70s when people suddenly started going, oh yeah, I'm getting a microwave oven, and then by the 80s and 90s, everybody has a yeah, microwave. Yeah, forget that everybody the that same. got those first microwave ovens have kids with three heads. And, you know. and the same thing with the automatic dishwasher. You know, They said everybody was going to have the automatic dishwasher in the house. Nobody really started getting those until about... I mean, on a regular basis until about the 70s or so, and then they became the late 60s, 70s, and then they were really becoming the well routine see, of what's going to be in the house. Being in the home business right now, as I am, and knowing where the market is going and what's being pushed for future technology, unless they get into what's called lead, which is, um, oh, I'm going to look it up when we're talking. Lead is like the hot thing, and for the future in home and building design in LA. You can't build the public building in LA without it being LEED certified. Uh, and LEED cert, it has a lot of to do with recycling, um, staying off the grid for your utilities, uh, using green products, sustainable products. Uh, See, there, there's one right there. What is, should we get Ed Bigley Jr. to help out on some of this? <laughs> well, design? you know what? I, no, but I mean, seriously. He's one of the few people that lives what he speaks, and he he's not what a he nutcase. Speaks. He's just, you know, and trying he, all that new stuff. And he's you know? trying all the, and he does the research on the stuff. He's one that says, they asked him, do you have an electric car? Of course I don't. He has a gasoline-powered car that gets really good mileage. He says, you get an electric car, you're actually wasting more energy trying to charge up the batteries than you would if you just okay. burn the gasoline normally. And in the meantime, you have the batteries that only last so many years, and then you have toxic waste that has to I think to go he has a hybrid, if I, I heard him on John and Ken one day. Does he have a hybrid? I think he, so. he was even talking Probably. about most Basically, he's, he's got like a, um, he will fly, he will drive, but he's got a criteria. Hey, if I need to go down to Wilshire and whatever, I can bicycle that or I can take public transportation. Uh, if I need to be in an interview in New York in three days, I can drive that in three days. I'll drive. But if they need me tomorrow night, I'll fly. So he's got a criteria how he tries to break it down. He'll walk, public transportation or bicycle. Those are his first three choices. And then he goes to the next choices based on timing and all that. He gives his wife a hard time who doesn't buy into all of this crap. About, well, this is going know, on the, sh on the yeah, show, the show when living he went, with Ed Bigley went to shopping. And, yeah. and I will say there was even a spot where he got the brand new solar collectors on the house. And they said, and they were even making the comment, well, we didn't have those before. And he goes, no, because the technology wasn't there yet. Now the technology is coming in to where it makes it viable. Know, he's got a solar microwave oven that he puts out his No, backyard. not a microwave oven. Oh, it's gosh. Like a solar, solar oven. Sol whatever. Solar oven. But he, you, you know what? You can't have a solar microwave okay, oven. Whatever. It doesn't he, work. He lives what he speaks. You know, exactly. he's not one like Al Gore who buys environmental credits or uh, what do they call those? Uh, carbon carbon offsets. Carbon yeah. You know, carbon offsets. Yes. Oh crap. Okay. Lead stands <laughs> for leadership in energy and environmental design. I mean, I can't even pass my orals or most of my tests without knowing some stuff <laughs> about lead. And I'm guessing that if they're building this side, this thing inside with two by fours and steel studs 
I don't. I bet they're looking more at the latest Microsoft, you know, um, stuff. The HP big screens, the the wireless. Everything's wireless in your house. I don't think they're going this far to lead. That's just my. It's a guess. It, I yeah, don't it's know. Just a guess at this point, because until we actually see what they have, but. See, that's, that would be some of the stuff I'd be interested in. Remember the, uh, okay, you guys all remember the, when they were talking about the redesigning of Tomorrowland in the 90s, and they had all the different type of designs, and one of them was the, I can't, the Sierra, I think it was called the Sierra design, which was the green design. They were going to have a lot more greenery, a lot more waterfalls. <coughs> they were going to use this as part of the... Uh, was it, or was it the, there's something called the Awani principle, which is uh, having to do with environmental stuff no, it was it was called like the sierra design we, and they had a picture of that with uh new waterfalls on the front. so it kind of looked like romulus where there's a lot of water yes. a lot of greenery a lot of modern yeah, lines the and modern that. lines okay. and everything and the whole thing was to show off you know you're putting uh sod on the roofs as insulation and all this type well, of funny stuff you should going speak on. of that <laughs> I, i'm going through preparatory classes trying to get all my Stuff done. Sorry, guys. Don't mean to. Be no, this, me this off is here. this is what we're talking about. House of the Future. You want to uh, the the architect who's teaching these courses is doing a building in Kansas City, Missouri. It's got to be lead. They are. I forgot how many stories. They're using a thing called daylighting. Daylighting is a way of minimizing the use of any lights in a building. So the you know the the sun moves in certain positions in the sky at two different times of the year you know high low all that so you try to provide enough glass and enough high ceilings and no interruptions to get as much of that light into the building as possible that's one thing they have they cannot let any water that falls on their property drain off the property so what in ra including rain exactly so it it, it flows to one area and collects. You have to capture it and collect it all. Okay. So the only right. way, the only water that can leave is wastewater. So now um, that is pumped into a system that is used for the toilet water. Now, water. The toilet water, by code, has to be potable or potable, as he drinkable, yeah, drinkable water. Because but, it's emergency water supply. Right. But the, and, <laughs> it is. Seriously. And, and an your dog has to go in there, too, to get a good drink. In, in an earthquake, the water in the tank of your toilet is supposed to be drinkable. That's absolutely okay. true. But you know where the best source of your water is in an earthquake? If it the water heater. Yes, the water if it heater. hasn't fallen over, you've got at least 50 gallons. Or if you haven't changed it to one of those uh, tankless water heaters. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. A lot of people are pushing to the tankless. But in an earthquake area, though it's a good idea and they're fairly energy efficient, you've also lost a great source of uh, potable water. Now, they're not using the water in their water heaters yet, but so they're, and they're also the roof is green. It's got grass. It's collecting water also. Um, that isn't anything of the future, man. What's, what's that? That's not that's nothing from the future. Sure it is. <laughs> Sure no, no, no way, man. The, the pioneers were doing that 100 yeah, years no ago. Kidding. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely hey, grassroots hey, houses. Hey, I bet you anything, Chris. The Huddies are doing it right now. Well, they might be. <laughs> hey, one of my one of my teachers in college uh, just built a house in the side of a, of a hill. Yep, he's he looks like a little. He looks like a little, like the little garden gnome from uh, the Travelocity gnome. Yeah, and he's but, he's mowing the roof too, isn't he? 
yeah, but they 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 bought a land, they bought a, a piece of land that had you know that that had a a, a fairly steep uh, slope at one at one area, and they've they've basically been tunneling it out, making making a, a house in the side of the hill. Well, that's you know, very, like, that's oh, very economically. Uh, or like too. But here, here's the thing: what's old is new. Well, right. yeah, yeah, there is because what he'll do is he'll be very well insulated. He'll be able to capture heat and uh, displace heat. It's it's good, and that's all in. That's the future for our homes. But uh, I, I gotta right say, now. the one thing that I do find that is futuristic about it. Yeah. Uh, where, uh, sorry, Chris, I will disagree with you on this one. Is the total capturing of every ounce of moisture that comes down? You're not allowing anything to. You're not allowing runoff during the rain. You're capturing it into a into a system so that you can actually use it into a potable water system. Well, do you remember History of the World Part Two or Part One? I was going to say no. I don't remember Part Two. Hype that shit right out of your house. (laughs) In Orange County, this did not go through in L.A. because. It was more publicized, and people caught wind of it. It got canceled. In Orange County, your sewer water, your your waste water, is going through a treatment center now. It's going to be put back in the aquifer, which will then once again treat it a second time, and it will be showing up as your drinking water. That's been going on for a long time. No, 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 no. This well, they've been doing that in Vegas for a while. This system is just going online in Orange County. What, the, the waste treatment's been recycled to be drinkable? Yes. Anaheim. What? Wait, okay. A- okay, Orange, waste, okay, okay. Or- Anaheim is in Orange County and is part of the larger aqua... The Orange County water, the aquifer here in Orange County. Yeah, the so lake or- underground in Orange County. We're not talking County, about yeah. the reclaimed water they spray on the grass and the sides no, of the road. I'm saying, I'm saying there was one a number of years ago and it, they had, it was an uphill battle and they kept fighting it. Not all of it succeeded. Well, a lot of the water that is coming down the Santa Ana River from Mike's part of the country. Past, past me, Bubba. Yeah, yeah, that's where, in Mike's country, that's where they all go out and stand and pee in it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. It's, it's being, <laughs> no, hey, it's being hey, wait, treated wait, wait. and pumped quick, into holding, holding quick, legs. No, 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 no. Quick, to the quick, quick candidate. Okay, in Riverside, there's only two bridges that cross over the Santa Ana River. One on Van Buren Boulevard, one on Mission. Well, if you go over the one on Van Buren Boulevard and look down at the right spot, there's a little beach there where all kinds of folks are bathing. Okay. Now I know which boulevard to avoid. And, and, and they're, of a, they're of a certain group, let's yeah. put it that way. And they're bathing. Shelterless? No, no. They might be shelterless, but... Um, Chris? Chris? Huh? We'll, 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 Chris, we'll say they're also fellow North Americans, but they don't belong to your country or our country. But they're they're part of the part NAFTA. of the North American, American free, tra- NAFTA. free trade agreement. Yeah. They're part of NAFTA, okay? <laughs> they're not you're, Canada. Your first they're not United don't States. count. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm picking up what you're throwing down. Yeah. Oh. So, so uh, you know, it's not my neck of the woods where they're bathing and they're well, putting bodies that? in the water. That what that boulevard is closer to your house than it is mine. That is part of the Inland Empire. That is part of the. Oh, okay, oh, I was referring to Corona it's itself. Nine oh nine, you know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so this this was, uh, in fact, I happened to turn on Channel Three at my grandmother's one night when they were showing the Huntington Beach City Council talking. This guy, you could tell he's been before this city council before because they're like, 
yes, Mr. Green or whatever his name was. You know, he, he sits there and he never looks up. He's reading his card. He's been to every other city council for his three minutes of public time trying to fight the system. You know, they've already fought and killed the desalination plant uh, they were going to build in Huntington because, you know, everybody accuses them all because of backroom deals and all that. And now this, uh, we've had a sewage treatment plant in Huntington Beach for a long, or it's Fountain Valley, I think, for a long, long time, but it's not meant to go back in your drinkable water. Now they're cleaning it, putting it right back in the aquifer, which will clean it yet again. But then again, go to the Sierras. Who's peeing and pooping in the water up there? Bears and fish. Yes, exactly right. right. (laughs) If If you like seafood, they piss and poo in their own... Come on, right out of the Indiana Jones. It's water, oh no, thank you. Fish make love in it. (laughs) 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 You know, even Lake Tahoe. Well, plus the wait. The Canadian water runs down our way. Who knows what goes on up there? No, it all goes up to Hudson Bay. They have their own situation up there. No, Lake Tahoe, up in uh, Northern California. They've been doing it for years where they've been collecting the water. water. Well, now good I'm for them. I'm talking about Orange no, County. No, no. I'm saying is the water you drink when you're in Lake Tahoe, like South Lake Tahoe, comes out of the lake. But the sewage is treated, and they send it out miles to the middle of the lake. So it's recycling out there already. There's not too many miles out to the middle of that lake. I mean, it's big, but it's like miles. But still, I'm saying... I don't, you know, I have no knowledge to that. I know All I know is this kind of hit the news the other day for Orange County, and people were all like, I can't believe we're going to be drinking our own shit. And No, we're not drinking the shit. That's being well, trucked away. We're just drinking what the shit was floating okay, in. It's just like they say in a processed uh, hot dog. You know, there's a certain allowable percentage matter, yes. of... You know, rat feces, rat poop, uh, <laughs> bugs. But we don't all talk that about stuff. that because we really don't want to know about it. It's human consumption. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. So back to the house of the future. Now that we're. <laughs> well, you know, one one thing that I I, I think causes uh, a little bit of difficulty, you know, for them when they're when they're trying to to, to project, you know off into the future as distant as they as, as you know we some of us would like them to is is the fact that Moore's law which is the the law that uh, that, that basically says that every 18 months technology uh, doubles well um, actually isn't it more specifically the horsepower of technology doubles right so Thank you, Mike. But <laughs> I, I think where I think where I'm I think where I'm going with this is 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 that it, technology is advancing so quickly that you know it's it's really difficult to to project uh, as distant into the future as as it used to be. Yeah, no, I totally agree. But is it really? I mean, um, that Moore's law holding true because we no longer double and triple our megahertz. We now combine layers and layers and cores and cores to get uh, speed. We haven't really upped the speed so much as we've obsessed or up the processing power. But I think right. I think he's what he's getting. No, but I know what he's getting at. Yeah. We it, Because it does move so fast now, it's hard to project 30 years into the future because that 30 years sometimes, and, and, well, let's say in the 50s, what took 30 years is taking 
10 or less now. Exactly. And so it's, it's, it's a real challenge to, to project, you know, off into the future, you know, like they, like they used to be able to. And, and this actually brings up uh, something Greg and I have talked about um, what, where I think they probably should have went with Tomorrowland or, or should go with Tomorrowland uh, is, is sort of the idealistic fifties idea of the future. You know, like all these, like Horizons was over at Epcot Center years ago. Right. Well, you take all these oh, these animated. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, can, can I take stop you there for a second, Chris? Because all Richard right. just has a memory lapse. Horizon wasn't trying to. Well, Horizons had levels <laughs> of where they viewed it, but then they got to the actual future. They did start saying this is how they looked at it, how they looked at it, and then they projected totally into the future. They didn't view it all from the fifties. No, they viewed it from the different periods. The thirties. This is what the thirties thought the future right. was going to be like. This is what the fifties thought it was. Two thousand. And this is what like. our current view of the future. Okay, okay, may be okay. Like. Sorry. Right. Okay, I'll buy that, Richard. All right, sorry, sorry, uh, Canadian guest. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think we're you know what would be interesting. Would be to to go back to to that view of you know the the, the mid fifties view on the future, and then actually go down it as an alternate universe. Now let me ask you something because, and I like the idea. I am digging it. I I I I, I can be down with that, um, and I can be down with a Star Trek future, a Star Wars future, an, right. another just totally sci-fi future because there's no way to disprove or prove it it's just this alternate like you say future why do you pick the 50s what what is it about the way the 50s looked at the future that engages you so much to want to use like that view of the future that particular era well, as your uh, I, I think I think that was well I guess it'd be late 50s early 60s was basically when when you know for when Walt was really uh, creating, um, or, or really getting into his into his uh, futurist kind of Epcot uh, stuff, Epcot kind of kind of stuff, and he was he was dreaming about this stuff, and 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 why not go back to those you know to those ideas and those those concepts, and and sort of branch them off from where we're where we're at and where we're going now to where we could have gone and what we could have done and you know and 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 go that way with it and and then we're not constrained by what's actually happening today what's going on today we can create these fantastic you know like we can we can we can tell stories we can go with with grand ideas and and they don't have to be grounded in reality because it's a it's an alternate reality. It's a different universe. So things are different. I, I would also say I think one of the reasons and it's one of the reasons that the fifties in the six early sixties are always chosen as well. And I think Chris is probably one of the last part of the generations that would actually has an association with it is the fifties and the sixties were such a hopeful period. I mean, we had all the progress. In Don't the world. if you say Camelot, I'm, I'm not going to say Camelot. <laughs> I am not going to say Camelot. But thank you for bringing that up because that's exactly where I'm thinking. You're going to get bitch slapped because the fifties, the fifties and sixties had everything going for it. We the, the the future was there. You had the news. Granted, you had the space race, but you had the space age. You had the nuclear age. 
And then in the latter part of the 60s and 70s, we started getting a little bit jaded and we got a little bit more jaded of what the future is. That was the, I think that was the well, renaissance by period the for futurists was were the already, 50s and 60s. Well, I'll give you that. When, when did we get George <laughs> Jetson? When did we get, you know, that all, all that 60s, kind of yeah. look in the, the Disney films on the future of the space race? Uh, the space race is, I think, probably what, to me, kicks that off. I'm, you know, the 50s was hopeful because the war was just over. The country was rebuilding, or not rebuilding, but expanding, building, uh, and there was this we optimistic able, look. We were able to look to the future instead of looking Though at all the Though I know many of people who lived in the supposed Camelot and in no way feel that this era of Camelot ever existed. It's been a myth that's been created to uh, romanticize a period of time. But I would go with that, Chris, because I, I, I can feel you. Now, what if... But I, I was going to say... All the way up here? Doesn't that make you feel good that he can feel you? Yeah. Yeah. All the way up here, wow. I need I to just, sit a little I, bit further yeah, away from I here, feel I guess. Pain. I feel a little cold, but, you know, I'm just... But one thing I want to say, though, is I disagree a lot. I know when they redid Disneyland's Tomorrowland back in 95, 97 area, originally we had just opened up Disneyland Paris, and they don't have Tomorrowland, they have Discoveryland, which was all built around Jules Verne, because great French writer, that he was the French futurist, that was why they built uh, Discoveryland the way they did. When they redid Tomorrowland at Disneyland, they flat out said, well, we really can't think of the future, because the future is now, it keeps coming in too fast, we can't look far enough forward to be able to figure it, so we're going to take a look at a classical look of classical futurist look and that's when they started doing all the strange things that they did in Tomorrowland. But and you know what they, time, didn't, they didn't follow through on that though. Well what they, well, they, they, they time, it was done half ass. It was it was done half ass and a lot of it since has been changed out and recreated back to the Tomorrowland future look, not the Renaissance look or whatever it's supposed right. to be. Because they, they well, did the flip they did the flip this house, you know, treatment on it where it's like yeah. well let's just slap some paint on it and away we go. Yeah. But the thing is that I don't buy on it is, yeah, the future is moving ever f even faster today than it did 20 or 30 years ago. It's hard. The moment somebody thinks up of something, it's made. It's already, it's, the moment somebody thinks of a new idea, it's already being marketed next week and next month it's old news. But that just makes the whole idea of a futurist and the whole idea to the Imagineers that's what they get paid for is to do those tough jobs to think that far enough into the future and actually come up with not just new products from Microsoft but actually new concepts yeah, and new they're, ideas they're, of what they want to do. They're taking the cheap way out because all you got to do is do a few searches on the internet of futurists, uh, future ideas. You'll go, you'll find some shit out there that'll make you turn white. You know, I. <laughs> Years years ago, they were taught, uh, and I can name exactly. It was 1985-86 area because that's when we were having uh, Star Tours was in the process of being built. And I turned. They still had the old "I have an idea" program. Is that totally Disney. gone now? Star Tours. I have an idea. Yes, it's completely gone. <laughs> <laughs> Along with your hair and memory. Thank you. <laughs> but I turned. I turned in a whole new idea because they they repainted the submarines. They said, "Oh, the submarines look too military." They wanted to make make them nice, so they all painted them into these neat little fluorescent yellow and turquoise blue and purple things out there, where we got the joke about the yellow submarines. 
But they look like <coughs> research vessels. That's what a lot of research vessels well, are Well, no, not the way they originally painted them. No, they originally painted them gray. Like the nuclear vessels they were not, supposed to be. Not when they uh, painted he, them yellow. He, he meant the repaint. <laughs> when they repainted them yellow, Mike. They were yellow and orange, gray, yes. They had the yellow and the purple and the turquoise blue on them. And I said... And that I didn't last in, long. Well, I wrote in this whole little... Yeah, we had a lot of jokes about the yellow submarine, and this was our tribute to the Beatles. I wrote in this whole little I have an idea thing, and I painted a, a whole paint scheme of the submarine, which essentially is what they have now on them. And in it, I said, well, why don't we redo the entire submarine voyage? And I put all these neat ideas out that I thought were kind of cool. Uh, that was just getting out of uh, magazines like Popular Science and Popular Mechanics. Uh, ideas of geo mining on the ocean floor, of new deep sea oil exploration. Did you say nude deep sea exploration? Nude deep sea, yes. <laughs> Doing it naked. Um, Interesting. They were uh, they were talking about uh, doing from uh, doing natural gas tankers going underneath the Arctic ice cap in super tanker submarines. All these other ideas I just pull in on magazines. I go, these would all be perfect ideas for. I created this whole little scenario for the submarines, and then I get this nice letter saying, "Don't bother us. You know, don't call us. Thanks, we'll call no you. Yeah. You know, we're talking to George Lucas now, and he's the one that's going to be making all the decisions for Tomorrowland." And uh, <laughs> and then, lo and behold, you know, about six, six, seven years later, suddenly we have Sequest, and their whole scenario is the whole thing of the last frontier on Earth. You know, you have all these. New mining colonies on the ocean floor and these deep sea drilling rigs and all this. I'm going, you know, we could have done that five years ago on the submarines. Well, they actually did have some plans on paper for an Atlantis attraction, which in was the submarines, which was done in uh, the nine, uh, the late yeah, I think 90s, the 2000s, print right I, around about that. I think the print I have that has it on it says 1994. It had uh, to be later than that because I remember going through you know what, the. I actually uh, may have it. Uh, well, it was Very actually yeah, it was totally when the movie came out. If you look at, it was the same year that the movie was coming out that they had it because I remember they actually did take a couple submarines offline to create the scenario on board the subs. They had all this new interactive stuff they were going to put on okay. the subs. Since we know that the Imagineers don't have the hootspot <coughs> they used to, um, or the political clout, or that too. Even yeah, speaking of political <laughs> clout. What happened to this savior, John Lasseter? I haven't seen shit since John Lasseter took over WDI of any significance. You know, where where that hasn't played out very well. Oh, yeah. Toy Story Mania is not a Lasseter deal. Oh, okay. One thing. I mean, come on. Where's it's, Subs. It's just, okay, Subs was already in the works before Lasseter. Yes, but on. supposedly he saved it from near or certain ruin by making sure the effects were plussed up or whatever. Th you know, that's easy to say uh, since we never saw Thank you, what Al. it was. Thank you, Al. And I don't believe I heard anything <laughs> about them plussing up uh, Nemo and Friends at Epcot, so it's basically the same technology. So what what did they do? Add the bubbles at the end or the I don't, serpent that made it? I don't it, uh, know. I don't say, know. Everybody but, but, said how all this shit was going to start to happen now, and I've seen butt well, kiss. You know. Well, I will. I, I'll. I'll go with how about DCA? Is it DCA going to uh, again? Have we seen it? Has it actually come to fruition? Has the check been signed? As some might say, <laughs> uh, has a hey. credit card authorization slip 
been processed. The checks in the mail, and you're beautiful. <laughs> I also love you in the morning. <laughs> okay, so how about this idea? Since I'm going to go back to the 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 no balls, no guts, no glory WDI mentality today, and throwing out idea. We know, and I, this is off the vein of what our Canadian, our esteemed Canadian colleague has come up with is pick an alternate history. What if we were to pick the alternate history and recreate a snippet of... The Soviets won. No, yeah. That, that would be... <laughs> yeah, that might be... Uh, wow. That's like Yuri, a Star Trek. No, Yuri's Revenge. Yuri's Revenge, yeah. alternate history going. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. Hey, Red Alert 3 is coming out. Oh, I know, I know. I can't wait. Oh, oh, Vincent just got Call of Duty 4 on his... Uh, Xbox. I haven't played it. Yet. Modern Warfare. Oh, dude, it is so good. I, I started playing it yesterday. See, I'm waiting for it for the yeah. Mayor, so. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> good. I'm glad. I'm so glad to hear that. Now, moving yeah. on. What if we were to take this alternate history and we were saying, let's create a small portion, even if it's visually from the facades of Epcot, how it should have looked. The big tower. You know, some of the more modern features of the buildings. The giant mall in the center yep. with the hotel tower coming out of the top. Yeah, of it. something you know, like that. I got some I got something to, to add to that okay. for, for later. Let's let's go there though. March nineteen ninety four, once again my memory does not fail me. I feel so vindicated. <laughs> and oh, there it is. Escape Atlantis. to Atlantis, yes. or escape from Atlantis. Yes. I don't think it had anything to do, I'm guessing, with... Um, they had to do with the, the movie. The, it, the it, animated it was, cartoon one? Yes, it was a connection. It was a, it was, was, is it, was that movie connection. that old? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a little newer than that. But I was going to say, I think it's a little newer. But then again, an, that was a hand-drawn animated feature. They take a while to produce. Now, yeah. you find this interesting, too. New attraction. New attraction in the America Sings building. But that new attraction was there from the day they took out all <laughs> yeah, it was. America we Sings. We were imagineering a new attraction for <laughs> Yeah, you. we had that sign up there for nine years. We're imagineering a new attraction. But they also took the thought we've all thought was make Fantasyland the home for the Utopia and get rid of the Tomorrowland side of the Utopia, which this but see, print I, does I, do. I remember I brought up that one that I wanted to see Tomorrowland have the entire Utopia, but instead of using the steel bars on the ground, use some of the guidance guys like what they're practicing with over in uh, San Diego. Oh, yeah, that could be interesting. Now, this also shows, uh, interestingly enough, no Skyway, but it shows the speeder bikes, shows the Orbitron. The Skyway was already in the process of it. And it was already taken out. something called Visionarium. Visionarium. In the uh, Circle Vision building. Wasn't that the Robin Williams one that? That was Timekeeper, but it maybe that was an alternate name. That was for, an alternate for here. name for yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's what's on this map, and we Richard wants me to verify this. Where'd you get this map at? I can't say. But it's a park map, right? Oh yeah. No, 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 no. This is. Well, yes, it's it's called a park plan. Okay. It's it's officially called a master plan. Master site plan. <laughs> Are you getting this out of the Book of Wonders? No. Oh, okay. The, the Book of Wonders. This was this was passed this, on to me by other means. This was what okay. he has currently stored in his little memory here. 
Okay. Tapping away in my new slim Apple keyboard. How do you handle that little tiny thing? This is cool. Oh, it's is such a killer. Cool I got one of those too. Yeah. They're amazing. Sorry. Keynote wants my attention. I accidentally started it. So. All right. Uh, Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Yes. That's the one you think is around the same time? Yeah, I think that's right around about the same time. I think you're going to find it's your way off. Yeah. Uh, but this one's not going to tell us this is the wrong sort. Wait, wait. Down here it might say. Uh, 2001. Whoa, that was close. The actual release date is 2001. 2001. I feel even better. I don't buy that one. <laughs> I don't go on Disney's own website. You don't buy that's that. That's about right. Yep. Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember going to uh, see it in the theater, and that would have been about the time. Good. Cool. Uh, so, of things that I was hanging out with at the time. I'm sorry, Chris. Let's go back to. Oh. This is something else I found interesting, Richard. Dragon's Lair, which we have to guess is a a takeaway like from little, Paris Disneyland. Yeah, it looks like a little bit of a maze going over there. Yeah, I'm guessing something similar to the <coughs> Pirates. Or yeah, that's supposed to be very cool. That's and that's, what I hear. that's the same pla place relative to the castle as the one in Paris is. I thought the one from it was actually under the castle. It is under the castle. Well, this over is to the, to the left. Oh, well, yeah, the you know, there's, that, there's that big green hill yeah, beside that, the castle. I mean, that's, but that's under to the left side of the castle. It's of the main yeah. superstructure leading up to it. This is this is where Carnation Gardens restaurant used to be. That's not really no, in the same vicinity. this is the restaurant right here. Oh, it's here. right behind the restaurant. It's right. where uh, the Tinkerbell's, Tinkerbell's toy shop. Of Tinkerbell, right. Backside of Tinkerbell. Backside of Tinker. <laughs> Actually, that's a nice view. Once, once upon a time, it's the once upon a time shop now. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So back to you, Chris. Um, what you were expounding on the uh, kind of miniature Epcot recreation? Did okay. You to finish but, your expounding. Well, earlier I was thinking about when when we started talking about the the House of the Future, and I was thinking. And I know, you know, all of us like to, to stay centered on, on Disneyland, but unfortunately there just isn't the space. So what if they did like a boutique hotel kind of thing, resort area, that, that actually planted a whole bunch of little houses of the future as your resort rooms? Oh, that's cool. Kind of like... Uh... The tree house and basically yeah, build basically build one of those those arms of of Epcot, you know, because you know how the, the 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 housing districts and all that kind of spread out like like little arms. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to take you know people From movers central, out right? to Central Point and then yeah. Okay, so in, in build Florida, build an arm, build one a, of the yeah. arms. You could make a resort in Florida that is based off of one of the arms for Epcot. Actually, yeah. I don't know if you could do it to Epcot. Do you have enough room around Epcot now? It's been awfully built up around. No, no, it. Wait, it doesn't have to be right there. We're saying build an arm of the original Epcot yeah. as a resort. Uh, now, those are mainly single-family, you know, nineteen sixties single. Right, and that's that's why I kind of said boutique. You don't make it. You don't make it huge. You make it. Well, you know, sort of, you know, experience. Just based. for the DS. Are, are right. and, and, and the, the people that yeah. understand the I, vision I, that 
I wouldn't necessarily say DFs because I think it would, the whole idea would be kind of neat to be able to, hey, vacation in the future. Well, you could actually slice a pie where you could have the center tall hotel. And you could scale it down somewhat, make the center have you know the the shopping and the your all your food court and all that, and a slice of the um, inside environmentally controlled area, and then keep expanding out to the. You know, you can rent a vacation home on property versus renting that vacation home off property. And, you know, yep. people move it back and you forth. Know, and literally just take a pie slice. Ironically, this sounds almost like the place that they were talking about designing over there to the north side of Disneyland on Ball and Harbor. Well, that the was, old campground. Single tower in the middle with smaller places surrounding it was oh, going to be mixed use, uh, some condos. Oh, that would be cool. I, I used to, we used to stay there, we used to camp there. Oh, the one on off of West, the old West Street. No, no, the one that you remember when you you picked me up there that. Yeah, oh, the one on Ball Road. Yeah, on yeah. Ball Road and, there, yeah, yeah, and we went back and around. Yep. Well, that was a good times. We had we we had good times. We had a good. But. Yeah, I yeah, know that that would that would be tight. That'd be cool. That would be very cool. But yeah, I could see how they could take some architectural elements out of those designs that they had. That you know everybody's seen the movie of Walt showed all this shit, and. Create something and you know some shells at least that look a little more modern and then you know start working on what they can put inside uh, Be honest if they if they built the 1967 Tomorrowland that we've all seen in those guidebooks the multi-story the kind of different exterior facade for Space Mountain uh, Yeah, and, and all that they could come up with even a 1960s Stylation of the future, and then they just got to get some some better traction. You know, I, I'd hate to say it if they went back and redesigned Tomorrowland right now to the way it looked in 1967, it would look more futuristic than what it currently looks like. I think so. It, yeah, it just looks like now that you know, especially the entrance. Uh, you know, just there. Really, we don't want to run the water anymore, so we'll put some plants in there. And we don't want well, yeah, to maintain I mean, this air, anymore. Airports, so. airports look more futuristic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and that, that's the other big thing is the you need more water features back in there. That's what the whole, I, at least my personal vision of the future is you have a lot of water features. It's a lot. Well, you know why that's your future, vision of the future? Because all we live in the desert, I know. Oh, no, no, no. All oh. your visionaries, you know, take like Eon Flux, you, you know, in the way that you see a lot of grass. You see some water. You see Star Trek like Romulus, like I was joking around earlier. You see a lot of tiers of, you know, levels of with, gardens. with grass and gardens yeah. and water. You know, you go to Bajor, uh, you know, what do you see? You, you go know? to Teotihuacan. Yeah, you go to all the... About the only places you don't <laughs> see this was in the outer rim of the Star Wars galaxy. In it's all desert and rocks, desert. yeah. But yet you go to Naboo, Naboo. And, what, and what does it look like? Especially if you're in feed. Exactly. The capital city of Naboo. Well, I should say of the above water. But then again, you Naboo. go to Coruscant, and it's just levels and levels and levels of city. city. You already Which see still had gardens on them. Well, not to the extent not to of, the extent of uh, Naboo. Yes. You know, some of those other places. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I could totally go for, you know what? We're going to sell out to George Lucas as far as Tomorrowland goes. We have no imagined left. <laughs> Let's just make this Star Wars land. I would... You know what? It would well, be better than the shit they got now. Star Wars you know? is I agree. Long, long, long ago. 
Yeah, that's true. It is in the past. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I know I've had that argument with people before. I, I don't like to get into these, you know, I know you guys didn't listen to my last podcast, but I did this Star Wars thing and went into some research and how you guys might, this might be a good fun laughs kind of side thing. And it's still Tomorrowland. People have actually argued over the Death Star in Star Tours and how it relates to the whole, the whole <laughs> Star Wars. I remember you talking about that, yeah. Uh, timeline. Okay. Okay. It, it, it can't be I the one from where, the know. first movie because it was this. What? Well, but it can't be that one because it's complete. I, well, that one was skeletal in that book. And wait, we see it in the background as we're going away. But R two D two wasn't at this explosion. He was at that one and this one. And I'm oh, like, God. oh my fucking Gosh. god! What the hell have we? I mean, it was. <laughs> you know, it makes a Disney DF look like a pussy. <laughs> oh yeah. A Disney DF cannot live up oh, no. to this. Okay. I no you know way. if a Disney DF said Walt was buried beneath uh pirates in an ice cube, I'd believe it before some of these Star Tours or Star Wars fanatics that just I mean, oh my god, it, wait a it second, was wait a second. Even, even the Star Trek guys yeah. too. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, some of the hard hardcore Star Trek guys are <laughs> similar. I don't think they're to the level of a Star Wars fan. No, I think Star Wars fans have hit a new level of total geekdom. Well, I think one thing is Star Trek has such a established history within the storyline. Oh, they fucked their timeline. Oh, well, no, no, Star times. Trek's timeline is much more hosed than Star Wars. Yeah. George Lucas oh. George, kept his pretty tight. He's done a good... Well, he's done a... He's tried well, to. What, what I'm saying is... is far Star, to, far let me, tighter let me, than let Star me, Trek. Let me rephrase my statement. Star Trek <laughs> has so many episodes that are out there that it's a little harder for someone to start screwing. Are you just, kidding? J.J. Abrams is going to totally fuck the whole Star Wars uh, universe Trek, when mean. it comes, or Star Trek universe when it comes out. <laughs> you think if, so? If I okay, we have two ways of looking at this. Have you seen the trailer that's out right now? Yeah, well, it's just the them teaser, constructing the Enterprise. Right now, that there is a a good possibility that's not even in the movie. That's strictly a creation to say they're reconstructing Star Trek. Okay, I believe I, that. I could see that happening. But yep. if I've if I can believe what I've read so far, they're going back to the Academy days and they're putting Kirk and Spock in the Academy at the same time. Now if I remember my timeline Trekkie like Spock has been in the service for a while. He is much older than Kirk and has been serving longer than Kirk. That's what I always remember. He's not yeah. made it through the ranks as sure. quick. Well, I mean, now he was in the in first... The, now they're going to be in the academy together. And the Enterprise's first captain wasn't Kirk. It was Robert April. It was April. Now, if you go back to some of the books, there was even another captain. Hi. Or April. Well, Co no, no. <laughs> Actually, Richard had it right by the books, but by the, the TV show... Pike well, is the Pike one came you see in, in after the, April. April, right? Um, April, April was the name for Kirk's character that Roddenberry for his screenplay drafts. He was never actually a character. In the that books, was, in the books, he is. He's actually one of the. In fact, one of the Kirk's dad and April come up with the name for Enterprise. Take it out on its first mission. Use the in first the book, in the book. Use the first transporter. And so, you know, the, the series Enterprise... Oh, gosh. With that. Okay. See, this is the problem where Star Trek has bounced around 
and there's been no well, good control over the the the, the larger picture. Did you ever? Did you ever read the book, The Making of Star Trek? Uh, I've I read you know, parts, of, parts it. of it. Never okay. really sat down. So obviously, the guy who wrote the story, the backstory for Robert April, read that book and took that name and ran with it. Sure. Well, so yeah, sure. Yeah, fine. Because, I, don't, I don't have a problem with that. But like Timothy Z- Timothy Zahn's books for Star Wars, approved by Lucas, fairly correct. tight with the timeline. You know, any Tom, Dick, and Harry that can get. Simon and Schuster to print a Star Trek book that they think is marketable <laughs> they'll do it <laughs> can't be sold I mean yeah. I've read a, a fair amount of them and there are all kinds of inconsistencies in timelines I just enjoy them because they're in the genre and I can overlook those I don't need to argue about them in chat rooms I think I came to my, my boiling point back on AOL when it was still kind of a chat room type place you know and you could go into, like, there was a Star Trek room. I'm going to go see what these guys are talking about. Uh, generations had just come out. People were arguing. Next generation. No, no, no. Oh, no, Generations of the movie. Star Trek generations. People were arguing over whether or not everybody is still in the Nexus because the crash <laughs> went back and they were going. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, I finally typed in, it's a fucking movie. <laughs> I was, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. That to seems talk. really out of character for you. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's fun to talk <laughs> about, but then there's the obsession level. And, and by the way, is is fanboy ever come out? The movie oh. fanboy about the Star Trek uh, about the Star guys? Wars guys that were, then they oh, Star Wars guys. The Star Trek guys along the way. Um, they're going out. I do remember they're going out to steal or get a copy of I think uh, Phantom Menace before it. Yeah, the it, it, I think it was like a direct to video or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and came it out. was advertised think, on Clerks 2 DVD. Yeah, and I've been was, waiting for yeah. it because I wanted to. It looked <laughs> like it would be really funny. Looks that like it was be. done well. Ah, oh, yeah, that felt better. But I tell you, when we've gone to Vegas to Star Trek: The Experience, and now I've been to the Star Trek: The Tour, it would. When you're in that environment, like when we've been to the experience. Right. Now, have you done that, Chris, in Vegas, Star Trek? No, I keep, I, I keep meaning to get down there, but I, I, See, you can I, get, suckered into, I, I get suckered into all the, the flashy lights. See, you come with the next trip. It's the ding, 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 ding. There's a lot of flashy lights down there. But the thing about this, when you go into the experience and you get in – the room that turns into the transporter and you're, you're, you're walking down quarters of the Enterprise, then you're put Pretty on cool. the bridge of the Enterprise, you go through all this, and then you finally get to a Star Tours type simulator except with a big IMAX screen in front of you um, you're oh. in, you're totally immersed in the environment that's pretty cool and it makes you feel like you're in the future I mean, because it's 360 all the way around you this could cool. be done in a Tomorrowland-type area. I mean, Disney's done a little bit of it at the studios, but you're still looking at it as like a movie set. You see the walker, then you see the back half. Ah, it's just a movie prop. You see the Ewoks yeah. Village, you see the back of it. Well, it's a movie case, prop. It's because it's but it's in be the movie, movie studio. studio. Yeah. But it yeah. could be taken so much further, and I guarantee you, you pick Star Wars or you pick Star Trek. Pick Battlestar Galactica for all I care. You the original will... version, no. not the original <laughs> version. Oh, no, wait, the new version is way better. Oh, I'm sorry. The new version was good for two years, and then it turned to crap. No. 
Come on. The, the whole, the whole, I don't know, the whole Baltar president how take him down we, the planet a year how, later. Just, how can we be only on season three when season one came out like four years ago? I, I just miss what's her name? Jansen. Oh, Athena. Yeah, who played Athena. Okay, anyways. You take one of those immersive environments, you will turn Tomorrowland into a mecca of activity. You don't oh. have to like any one of those, and you'll come in there and you'll go, hot damn, this is good. You'll, you'll be oh, yeah. immersed in it. And, and, okay, and why will you feel it's be because of the immersion? Yes. I mean, and, and the immersion is what? The detail? Yes. These are softball-leading questions, right? So Yeah, I mean, what makes you... Like, in our Tomorrowland versus Disney World's Tomorrowland. I mean, our Fantasyland compared to the Magic Kingdom's <laughs> Fantasyland. Don't you not feel like you're immersed in the... Oh, the absolutely. And, of, and, uh, yeah. those movies? And not, yeah. and not because of the small size, either. Because the detail is The detail is of the facades. It's, it's in the detail, and that was what the whole... When you're at the Animal Kingdom, do you... Now, granted, there's no air conditioning, so that really helps. Do you not know feel <laughs> like you're in Africa? Especially when you're near there in summer. I mean, you, you yeah. are immersed in some pretty darn good theming. Yeah, you're, yeah, and, and that was one of the things I really admired about Animal Kingdom was right down to the chipped paint that's going on right by in the overhead wires for the telephones and everything. Yeah, where, yeah. And it's, you can tell it's not just that it's lack of maintenance. That chip paint was supposed to be that way because you got the sign that's underneath that's just coming exposed. Yeah. Even from where the, the old weak new way signs. they did Disney MGM Studio, there's still that because we're from Hollywood, from the Hollywood area. We're like, wow, yeah, that's 1940s well, or you, 50s Hollywood. They're Anaheim it's, that you were yeah, Anaheim Produce. I, Anaheim yeah. Produce. That looked very much like uh, pictures right over here on Lemon. Yeah, Lemon, those little uh, stands they have. The uh, produce area was. Those yeah. main streets aren't as immersive to me because we've seen the real thing. They went a little light, not knots light, but they went a little light on the, the, the detail theming, I think, in Disney MGM. Yet, something like the Tower of Terror, very well themed, but the main streets not themed as well. But you do it to those levels of, you know, the uh, Animal Kingdom, of our, our fantasy land. <laughs> Back when a lot of the effects worked, of course. Yeah. That kind of Tomorrowland of any genre, or a total made-up genre, would kick ass, and people would be oh, all yeah. over it. And, and I think that was, well, that was that kind of goes into the, my complaint when they did it in '97, and what you just said—that's kind of half-assed. Well, yeah. we paint Space Mountain. <laughs> Not even half-assed. Yeah, <laughs> quarter-assed. We, we paint okay. Space Mountain Jules so, Verne's so color. What's that Big mean? Deal. We don't even get a full cheek here. No, you're not even up to the butt crack yet. <laughs> I'm moving away. You know, you, you don't so change proud. the name of Star Tours, or I mean Star uh, uh, Space Mountain. You don't change any of the interior. You don't give a new story to it. Star, you're, you're now in Jules Verne land, and you still have Star Tours, which doesn't fit. You know, you still had Circle Vision at the time. I don't even think we'd gone to... Uh, had we gone to the, the no, no the 90, 90, yes. 98 no, upgrade had, of Tomorrowland, I mean, they had to pull out Circle Rod's Vision for Rocket Rod. Rod. So big deal. Yet, yet How's that work with Jules Verne? I don't know. I, uh, you, Rocket Rods didn't work for anything. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you still did didn't have anything, anything in the carousel building. Yeah, I mean, submarines were shut down. Yeah, you're right, Mike. Maybe even an eighth of an ass. I'm not sure you got much ass at all there. You know, slap a new coat of paint and a and a. And an attraction that was not thought out all the way, or it may have been thought out all the way in budget cut. We don't know. 
Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, put the Orbitron or whatever they call that the stupid rocket jets now out in front. You know, put these dumb-looking futuristic what? rocks. Choke off the entrance to yeah, a very busy that, area. Uh, our friend um, Roger, who's the ergonomics engineer, says you take one of the two of them, which are supposed to be your most popular attractions. Star Tours on one side of the entrance, rocket rods on the other side of the entrance. You need a lot of room to make those cues work, and in the meantime, this is the main entry and exit of your land. So what do you want to do with this major piece of real estate that you need all this land for people? You're going to put an attraction right in the middle of it. Hey, I had this idea. Tell me what you think of this. Honey, I shrunk the audience way overdue for being... It was overdue when it opened. I like it a lot, but it was overdue the day it opened. Yeah, you know, it was reusing, again, 3D technology. Again, on my show, I complained about... Um, no. Sounds dangerous, right? <laughs> yeah. Sounds dangerous. What's it do? It spits water at you, plays uh, audio games with you. What other attractions do this? Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Uh, the Lincoln Show plays the audio, but then spit, you know. Luckily, <laughs> luckily Lincoln and Brady don't spit at you or anything. I don't remember the spit in Lincoln, but that's yeah. all right. <laughs> For <laughs> sure. That's the um, but you, they, they keep reusing a lot of these tricks and just different, and it is, it's not really endearing to keep using some of the same cheap parlor tricks. Gut the whole thing out. Reopen it up. Take your Orbitron of a different design. I don't care what the new ride vehicles is. Slap it right in where the in the center where all the seating is. You can load from the top deck. You redo some of the... Uh, the entrances to Space Mountain, maybe even put the old speed ramp back up or something similar. Ooh. And oh, I like now you've got Star to or Space Mountain going on. You've got the rocket jets going around Although, in there. You can go up and down. We get to see them from below. They can go up above the the upper area. My understanding though now we're not supposed to be we're not allowed to put speed ramps in because of ADA requirements on. Okay. I don't know. I'm bullshit. Just repeating what I've been told. <laughs> yet again. Because guess what? You know what? And I, a lot of this comes up because, again, I'm really studying for bell? my test. Um, speed ramps. Let's see. Every fucking major airport in the fucking goddamn world has speed ramps. If I hear well, one saying, more thing about a speed ramp, it's not ADA. The whole I'm just purpose gonna, of the speed ramp was that was the future. It wasn't, slap you. It, it wasn't right. like an escalator where you got steps. It didn't matter how mobile you were or weren't, whether you were in a wheelchair or not, everything can go on that ramp. Well, see, here's the, here's how you okay. here's how you get around <laughs> ADA codes. Escalators are actually the preferred method to move large masses of people up to three stories. Every major mall, what do you find? Escalators. And they move a shitload of people. Parking structure. Parking structure, shitload of people. Um not just a lot of people, but a, a shitload. Okay. That's a technical term. Texas units of measurement. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So is, now, is that more or less than a ton? It. It's a okay, there's a ton. there's a load. <laughs> there's a shitload. There's a ton, and there's a shit ton. <laughs> okay, just wanted to make a clarification. Though. Now, so we know the wheelchairs can't go on that. I mean, they could if you want to have some fun, but they're not recommended. Just like the strollers, although people do it. That's why you provide an elevator in a general vicinity for those people who need that. The but problem is, guys, you got to see Greg's 
he's looking like Carol Merrill sitting over here. So, and in this no, box I'm over here, quite. he's sitting here like he's some display I'm model using here. My hand gestures. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay, I don't want to. <laughs> it's 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 a matter of nobody having any vision. They're like taking the cheap way out and making people walk upstairs so they don't have to maintain anything anymore and sticking an elevator to get the uh, the rest of the people up there. It's a lack of wanting to. <clears throat> What do you walk on in every Omnimover attraction? A speed ramp. A speed ramp. My feet. Well, okay, it's a conveyor belt, but... It's a speed ramp. Well, a ramp indicates going up and down an incline. They're it's not a, on an it's incline. A, it's a moving sidewalk. So, thank you. There There's a speed ramp out of the bottom uh, mansion. I don't want to know anything about going out of the bottom. Uh, uh, okay. Yes, yes, you are correct, Mike. <laughs> yes, the, the, that one is still operating ramp, in there. Yes. Uh, yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean, Magic Kingdom, speed ramp. I, I, you know, yeah, you could just take that out, but I, I think the incline would be too steep to be ADA compatible. So, uh, this, on a speed ramp, you can put a wheelchair. You can lock the wheels. You can take it up. That's There's right. A, you, I don't know what the real reasoning. The reasoning they're giving I'm, you is. Bullshit. I'm just saying what. I'm just saying. like you know the other. I am parroting. What I, I'm I know told. you're being a parrot, and I'm and just I, letting you know. I'm, I'm just to saying, parrot back to them. Bullshit. Well, I, I can say that, but it doesn't matter where it comes just from. Just like me. remember the old thing. Oh, we don't have to upgrade the restrooms on the island because we're grandfathered by ADA. No fucking thing exists. There is no fucking thing in the in the world that exists to grandfather ADA in this country. ADA is retroactive. The only way you can get around it, certain historic buildings, because historic buildings go in a whole nother category, and... Yeah, if tell us about historic buildings, Greg. Yeah, I'm restoring one right now. And if it's financially a hardship. If Disney ever in their life claims financial <laughs> hardship for bullshit, something like that... Bullshit, will be called, yeah. Bullshit! <laughs> yeah, that'll be called so fast. Uh, so, anyway, I, I just... I, I know you honestly want to buy the crap that people are feeding I'm, I'm not saying that I'm buying it. I am just repeating what has been told okay. to me when well, I have brought the that's question That's a up. better way of Now, when, it. you know, I'm just repeating what they tell me. Now, you know, I am not an expert in building well, I'm, codes I'm or anything else like that. I'm not saying I'm an expert, like but I know enough to I, bullshit. <laughs> I, I do not, I'm not going through my AIA testing right now. I'll let right you now. pull the bullshit card on me anytime you want, and I'll find the I, answer. I'm not, I'm not going through my AIA testing like somebody else is right now. Well, it's not AIA just, testing. AIA is a, is a an association. An association. I know. It's, it's your license. It's your license. Some people join. But regardless, the good old boys I'm not. Club I'm, for I'm some not. People. Yeah, it's an expensive good old boys club. Regardless. I am just telling you what the people that supposedly have the know of have told me. Well, and if I pull a bullshit card on them, they just look at me and go, ha, and they walk off, well, well, passing it off. Just like everything else we tell them when we say, you know what, this doesn't operate well. And they're like, so what, I'm a WDI guy, I know what I'm talking about, move on. You're just a peon. Just, just like Lefty. Yeah, and, and, and what comes true usually, the people who operate these things every day know what they're talking about. Yes. They should get a little more input about operations sometimes. Yes. It's like theory versus reality and, and WDI doesn't always see reality. But then again, we don't want them to. And to a certain extent, we want them to be out la-la land with the blue sky concept. But at some point, they've got to, you know, hey, 
can we do this when now? it's an implementation you know? yeah you have to come into some real steps uh, unfortunately yes we do and so getting back to the subject of the, the house, house of, of the tomorrow future. and we, I said we have a subject yeah and, and <laughs> building it inside the interventions building is that kind of the reality we have we just don't have the land space in Tomorrowland to be able to build an actual new structure and we're doing the best we you know, can. To be with honest it. with you, I think they're afraid to tear that building down. What, the the carousel theater? Yeah. Because... Yeah, once it's gone, it'll never come back. Well, based on its lack of use for so long, based on their inability to actually put something viable that will draw large amounts of people, because it was the best people eater they had on property until they shut it down. It had a higher higher hourly capacity than any other attraction in the park. Really? Why you close an attraction like that when it was still bringing people in? Granted, maybe not filling every show, so that means, hmm, maybe we need to provide another show that works in here. We already went through Carousel. We got America Sings, which had absolutely nothing to do with the future again, but yeah. it timed right for the bicentennial yes, and all that. Um, you know, one of one of the guys we used to work with up came up with a really cool idea. I think he called it like Captain Something's Intergalactic Zoo. You got in your little room and you went to the different sh show stages and you saw like an intergalactic zoo on every stage. Well, and there, there was interaction. There was I'm sure shit goes wrong because in every Disney attraction, <laughs> shit goes wrong. Yeah. And someone's got to be saved, fixed, or whatever. Well, there's also the show that well, I wrote up. Space Mountain shit doesn't go wrong. Um, yeah, well, roller... Well, let's see. Yeah, you're right. Probably that's one of the few things that something doesn't go Except wrong. Except the chocolate chip cookie's not there anymore. But, it never was a chocolate chip cookie. Do we have to go down this road again? But the uh, there was also the it's show... It's still fun to call it a chocolate chip yeah, cookie. Yeah, you are correct. It is fun to, to call um, it a chocolate chip cookie. Isn't that like goals, your... your uh, what's those stones you pass? Gold the, stones. The ones you see floating around. No, kidney, kidney stones. A bunch of kidney stones <laughs> floating around up there. It's like going through a proctology exam in there, man. They're just flying no, everywhere. No, no. <laughs> hey, proctologist doesn't take care of kidney stones. Urologist. Your urologist takes there's care of kidney there's stones. There's Rainus. No, there it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, there, there was the show I wrote up years ago also for it was uh, <laughs> uh aviation show where the first act starts with the, uh, the beginning of aviation where it was just the family farm type deal and airfield for barnstorming. And finally, at the, in the end of it, you're dealing with the modern... Uh, Air slash spaceport I, that has HSTs coming in yeah, from. I like Sydney this idea, Richard. Hours. I do like the story, which it seems like it would be for a much bigger um, attraction. It doesn't seem like on that small stage you could show things that large. Oh yeah, you could still do. I, 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 it's pretty small. I mean, I think you had four or five little guys standing next to each other. You want to show big shit. That that's like an. Uh, Horizons type ride, which I think is a great idea. You just need to do it large. You know. Do it big. You know, Texas big. That's right. Win big, play big. You know. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay. I'm I'm using it for a book now. So. Okay, good for you. Um, they didn't like it. They told me they gave me the nice letter of uh, "Don't call us, kid. We'll call you." Yeah, so. I got a few of those too, and then they later so. implemented them. So. Yeah, Don't so feel bad. well in this case they put interventions there, so I have <laughs> every reason in the world to be able to write my book. So there. Good for you. Um, Have we killed it? <laughs> I don't know that we've killed it, but the 
Well, Mike, Mike, you, Mike, what? from a technology, I, I know Greg deals with both the housing, the architectural end, and also the technology end. But what do you think? I mean, is there anything that you can picture that's going to be coming in that you can foresee that might be of interest in this new attraction without knowing it, but just from what you've read and just from just from reading the article, the the. And I'm, you know, I'm saying going beyond the articles, knowing that you no, see. No, but from, yeah, uh, I, I think Mike's going to start with trying to figure out what they're saying they're doing, and then what he can extrapolate from that, knowing what he does about technology. Well, okay. Thank you so much for <laughs> thinking I know a whole lot about technology. I mean, you know, we're just trying to play up your part, Mike. We know thanks, you don't know anything. We're, trying, you know, we're giving I you a leading it. softball question. I you fake gotta it. Gotta go fucking ruin it, you know? I, all right. <laughs> Richard last week when I was setting him up and he looked at me like a deer in headlights. You, know, <laughs> you know, I gave him a Larry King and he just totally, you know. All right. See, the thing about the, the technology, Chris already tried to talk, touch on it, is, you know, with Moore's Law, is that technology doubles fast, right? Think of any piece of, think of any device you have now. No. Think of any device you had two years ago. What is it doing now? Collecting dust, right? Because yeah. it's well, it's been it's been it's been obsoleted. Just about. How many iPods do you have? I I actually one. I'm not a big. I, I have zero. But okay, I have well, one. You, know, you know, you know, I'm I'm I looking at what you mean because my kids go through technology like that. I I actually got one of their hand me downs because we got them a new one. So I got my first iPod, which is an old iPod. But I still got my old tried-and-true uh, Pentium 3 PC that I turn on occasionally for gaming that works just fine. Probably won't run Call of Duty 4, but Call of Duty 3 it runs or 2 it runs just fine. But I understand what you're saying. But they're going to put something. They're going to put something in this house. It's going to you're going to go. Oh wow, that's cool! I want that in my house. Like the what really intrigued me was the smart counter, right? That reads the groceries you brought home. It says, "Wow, I've seen you brought home milk, sour cream, eggs, blah blah blah. Why don't you try making this dish?" Right, that's, that, pretty, that's that Microsoft that's, Surface technology. That's pretty cool, but I mean, remember when in 1998, 1999, internet was the big deal, and they're making all kinds of stuff to plug in the internet. Your refrigerator could plug in the internet, and it will read the barcodes. You put shit in and out of your refrigerator, and know what your inventory is. That's a ten-year-old idea. Have we seen it yet? No. Well, you know, I was just going to ask you right now. Well, before intervention stops spinning, you know, one of the rooms is you go into the kitchen, right? And they show you. They they swear that this is technology you can buy right now. She goes and gets her frozen dinner. She passes it in front of this scanner something on the front of the, the uh, refrigerator. She puts it in the microwave. It's already pre-programmed. It cooks it. I don't look at a lot of refrigerators, but I do occasionally walk up and down the aisles. I haven't seen that refrigerator, yet they say that this was technology that is available it's, to purchase right now. It's probably like one of those specialized items that you really have to hunt down in the catalogs to order. It's not something you're going to go down to Best Buy and buy. Could be, but... It should be. It should be. I mean, if they're oh, yeah. going to say... Don't say that if it's not true. I guess it's kind of what I'm getting at, like Mike is saying. This is stuff that's been around, but, you know, how long was... I'm trying to think... I, okay. I can remember distinctly telling you or Richard when we were... When CDs were first coming out, I'm like, 
why why are we doing this? Why can't we just get a, a chip with our music on that we can just plug in? Okay, that's kind of what a USB little card has become. A flash become, drive. A flash yeah. drive. Yeah. But look how long it took us to get, because, I mean, already CDs were digital, and that digital information can all, you know, well, could reside on a, um, what do we call it when it's uh, that kind of memory? It's um, technically... ROM. Read-only memory? Non-volatile? No, no solid-state no, memory. Solid-state memory is what I was going for. Oh, okay. It may not be technically the right thing, but it's the way the new, I think any, the new Apple Air is talking about solid-state memory. Um, I think is what they I read one place, but yeah, regardless, you know why now even now you got an iPod, so it's kind of like having a memory stick. But why can't I just go into my car and take my memory stick, or Richard's memory stick, and just plug it in? Why do I need a specialized device like an iPod when I've got a memory stick that are cheap? All I need is a USB connection and the right programming and a and a vehicle or a, a radio in a vehicle. Well, I think and do that. I think part of the that's, cost of the and that's coming. I think I think that's going to come sooner than you yeah, might with think. Yeah, with this new Microsoft Sync, that's basically business, you're yeah. ending up with a you're ending up with a with a computer in your car, and I mean, really, you just you're now you just have to plug in your you're putting a compact flash on. Yeah, well, I know Cadillac's yeah. advertising like a 40 gig hard drive. I guess the idea is you just download all your CDs onto it. And, I, I think the, the 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 issue with 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 technology like that is is mass adoption, is is making sure you're not bringing it out too soon that nobody can understand it. You know, the average person can't understand that. Like if you we just think, you, you want to slowly you you got you know think of an iPod. You hook them right. This is the Japanese are very good at their marketing. You hook them, and then you keep making it obsolete every now and then. You keep. Um, you know, Microsoft has tried to do this with their OSs, which I heard um, the guy on KFI was the tech guy, uh, Leo Laporte, yeah. his complaint about Microsoft and now with the ending of selling XP and then, you know, slowly after that will be the end of support for XP at some point. Five years. Is they are forcing you to upgrade. He actually believes that XP is a good enough platform for the average person at home there's no need to go to Vista. The Vista's not giving you that much more. Where you look at Apple, and yeah, there's been major upgrades, but you OS 10 will keep working, will keep working, will keep working. They'll upgrade it. You can you can stay where you are. The Intel Mac has changed some things, but they don't plan obsolescence quite the way for OSs. I, I think they do plan obsolescence for iPods and some other things. Um, but the whole phasing you out thing is kind of... Um, Okay, mainstream support for Windows XP ends in 2014. Oh, when did X, when did 98 end? That ended what five six years ago? I don't know, but the the XP will no longer be shipped in 2009. Is it that long? Or 2000, and then five years after that, so they stop. will stop making security updates what? for yeah, Windows they're, XP. They're, they're stopping. They're stopping manufacturing XP. Uh, in June, I think okay, right. I, yeah. the, the snippet, because I, I came in late on the Leo thing, I'll, I'll admit that. I thought I heard him say that no new computer that hasn't already been prepackaged will not be sold with you, the ability to buy XP on it. It's almost impossible to buy a computer without, with not have, with, with getting XP on it already. Like, you have to, you have to special, 
you know, yeah. order. You can't you can't go into Staples, you can't go into Best Buy, you can't go into Backrev, you know, wherever, and and just buy a buy a laptop with XP on it. It they've they've all been upgraded to to Vista. Well, like right now, if I want to take my you know Pentium three to put Vista on it with its with five or six year old shit on it, forget it. It forces me to upgrade. Right. Um, you know, that could be true for some older Macs who are trying to go to Leopard, but in general, if you've got a Mac within the last four years, probably, I don't know, Is it? it's Intel-based now, isn't it? So it's it's universal. Yeah, it's not going to work years. on the... So you need to have the Intel Mac, but they're still supporting, as far as I know, Tiger on older systems. Yeah. Uh, I know guys that are still running g plenty happy with what they got, so... Or but eventually no. they're going to be phased out because everything's going universal. Uh, so I think you'll find a push to that. The funny thing is, I was telling Mike earlier, you might as well get a Mac because everything I've heard is the Vista runs much better on the Intel Macs than they do on, <laughs> on the hardware. PC. Yeah, on the hardware, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, my, my machines are okay for Vista. Yeah, that's what you were saying, but you're not going to... What was your... You're still putting stuff in it. You're not up for tonight. You're on your old. Well, I, you know, I get the sound drivers I installed okay, and I got sound out. But apparently my microphone wasn't plugged in, so when it did, um, so when it did the hardware sensing. It didn't sense a microphone. It didn't set it up. See this now? I granted. I for a long time was an Apple hater. I, I will admit I was offended by the first. I'm a Mac. I'm a PC commercials. <laughs> I was. I'm like, oh, who do these guys think they are? And I finally saw the well, thing. Well, he's a Mac and he's now, a PC. Now I'm, now I'm, yeah, now I'm bagging on PCs, but I don't have these. I will admit I've had a couple little issues with my Leopard upgrade because I should have done a clean install. I, I just did an upgrade. But I don't have these kind of issues with sensing. I, I plug something in, and it's there, and it works. 99.9% .9 of the time, the shit just works. Not yeah, and, and what was my answer to your go buy a Mac? It's <laughs> like, yeah, don't have the coin. 2000 bucks to start, you you're know, not, for a nice Mac. You don't have the Quan? No Quan. You could, oh, you could, yeah, like, but by the, but, but by the time you have a new Mac extra, for 1100 bucks. You, you, get, you get pretty, it gets, it gets pretty close. When you start adding all, all the extra stuff that. Oh, but already, yeah, and my office. With your operating system and, yeah. and, and. You know your new purchase, but my office gave me a choice of a Dell because that's what he buys with two screens. Oh, I just said Dell, no to Dell. They buy all Dells in my office. That's all right. So he says, "Well, you can check out a Mac if you want. Just bring me the prices." Well, I was having some fun with him, so I maxed out the uh, <laughs> Mac, the Pro, the Tower <laughs> with four, you know, four chips, four processors, every oh. hard drive that was available. Four video cards, two, two of the thirty-inch monitors, and I hand him this this thing. He's just reading down the list, and the office manager had already jumped down to the price with his eyes. It started to laugh, and I was trying not to laugh. It was a thirty-thousand-dollar machine. He about holy cow, yeah, yeah, something like that. So then I said, "I'm just kidding. I was just having some fun with you." And so then I gave him the twenty-four-inch iMac, is what I ended up getting. Oh, those are so good. It was right in there with Dell. Now, I don't get two monitors, but with a 24-inch iMac, I don't really need two monitors. Three, 25 bones? Uh, no, I think it was like 2200 bucks. Yeah. 22 bones, $2,200. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the, the the Dell they were looking at was more than uh, I think it was twenty three, twenty four hundred dollars. Was that an XPS though, all whacked out? I don't remember what it had on it now, but uh, you know, it was, you know, probably had a higher end video card, had two Dell displays. All right, so this version of Tech Talk memory. brought to you by. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't <laughs> using shared memory for the video and all that crap. So, but I say I bought Karen a new a MacBook uh, laptop, eleven hundred bucks. Straight yeah. MacBook, not with, Pro. Not Pro with the OS. Okay, MacBook Pro, fifteen uh, inch, probably run you, what starting maybe seventeen. Eighteen. I'll say eighteen hundred, seventeen ninety nine. Oh yeah, yeah it's probably. the same price as the Air. But you get the OS. You know, the PC you're paying. You know, well, usually they itemize it out. You know, you're 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 paying for that. I think a little more so than you do with the way the Mac's are. Plus, the Mac comes with some other software ready to use, and uh, I don't know. I I I could still use a PC if I had to. It wouldn't kill me. But I don't have those night and day problems uh, like I do with uh, like I did with the PC. You know, maybe Vista might change that. I don't know. I haven't heard a lot of positive things about Vista from everybody I know that has been using it from anybody. Really. Yeah, even like Randy, you know Randy. He, yeah. He wasn't very happy about implementing it in offices right away. But he hasn't been happy with Microsoft for a while, even though he's a certified Microsoft reseller, because of all, you know, for instance, your, your PC crashes, right? You reinstall that XP or the Vista. That's only going to work so many times before you can't start it. And, you know, the, the, the idea that the sticker has to go on that computer that that XP is meant for that configuration if you rebuild your machine it's not technically meant for that one that's a it's a new authorization you don't get this shit with with uh, Apple I mean granted Jobs is controlling and thinks he knows how you need to operate we all know <laughs> there's control issues there no I'm not gonna argue with that uh, finally he's kind of come around on the the iPhone and realize that people might want to change the desktop on their iPhone because they don't need all that shit or they want to rearrange it. Um, there, I mean, you couldn't get to those positions if they weren't egomaniacs and knew what they were doing. So, granted, they both have their issues, but um, that's my 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 Apple talk for the night. I, I said, I'm, tech talk brought to you by. <laughs> by MiceCast. Yeah. I can turn Karen into a Mac user with relative ease. I'm sorry. I don't get that. <laughs> I, I got a lot of questions at first. I rarely get any questions from her anymore. I said, Karen's anything yeah. like Sherry. She doesn't care. She just wants her computer to work. Well, yeah. and uh, on That's exactly the same with my parents. Too. Her PC laptop, I was continually fixing things and working on it. In fact, right now, I still have to go retrieve information expensively through some hard drive retrieval because dummy thought it was too hard to push the backup button on the the uh, one of those uh, what are the, the, the little book backup drives uh, I can't remember what brand it is it looks like a book that's uh, okay Western digital yeah so now I'm gonna go get the vault and the vaults gonna do it wireless wire wirelessly for her and she will never have to think about it again that's the kind of seamless operation she wants and that's what Apple gives you in my humble opinion Yes. And how much is Steve Jobs paying you for this commercial? Not enough. Not enough. Are you kidding me? What happens when you satisfy your customers? I pay them for the privilege of using the machine. Oh, he doesn't do <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
uh, my, close my, to. You know, my Terra station is working out fairly well so far. I'm still moving stuff around there, but um, I don't know. It's I, I'm digging. So, does that, so we've talked about Microsoft. Does Apple do any smart home stuff? It's already smart. What do you mean? You know, no, I'm talking about. No, no. Can you control your house with Apple? Does Apple? I'm Apple... sure there's plugins. I don't really have this need to plug mm. into my house and do all this. Come you on. Can't, wait, you, okay, you wait, can't wait, 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 wait. Greg, you don't find any of that stuff that they're talking about this house the future could do. You don't find any of it interesting. You don't find any of it that hey, I think I'd like to have that in my place. You know, I haven't really read through all of that. I've heard about you know. No, because Steve Jobs didn't tell me I needed it yet. Touche, <laughs> touche. Um, hey, dude, I'm right there with you, so whatever. I could, you know, if I had a, and I'm sure it's available if I just looked around, if I wanted to, you know, take control of my home as far as, let's say, lighting, to automatically do Stand things. Stand up. I, I'm sure I can control do that. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know... Yeah, you're like, okay, I don't care. You know, I don't, you know, I don't know if they have it, but okay, just if, if, if the point comes where I really want that, and okay, there's no Mac for that. What are you gonna but, do? Not do it. But does 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 Windows out of the box come with you know light software? Oh no, no, but exactly. I, so somebody somebody's got to build the software to do it. So it's just a matter of okay, but know. who are they going to build it for first, right? It's the eight hundred pound gorilla or the install base that dictates well, exactly. that. But but that's changing though. Sure. Okay. It's I, slowly, I, I, slowly, Mac, but it, it is, is changing. Yeah, I think Chris is right. Mac isn't that small hippie group of Kool Aid drinkers it used to be. It's it's a yes, growing, it a growing segment. In fact, I thought I heard some statistics that. Their install base doubled over the last year. Yeah, I mean, they are... Okay, from 1% to 2%. That's a, <laughs> that's a big double, yeah. It's still... It's no, actually, still it's something like 4 to 8. Yeah, it's okay. a huge jump. And it, so, I think it'll keep going. And, and now that people are learning that really one Apple can be Apple and PC at the same time is opening up a whole new segment. And you see a lot of things. One of the reasons I never got a Mac way early when people kept telling me that was the way to go, I walked in Fry's, a store that I still despise but occasionally walk in. I looked no at three rows to. of PC software, a lot of them games, and I wanted the game at that time, plus do my taxes and my checkbook. Looked over at the Mac aisle, half an mm -hmm. aisle, go in there, and it's like <laughs> paint shop, <laughs> Photoshop, no games, no. you know. So well, all like, the stuff you know, that Mac was known for, right? Right, right. Graphics. I didn't want that. I wanted the CAD. I wanted the game. I went PC. So now that's that's true. That's that's, you know? that's starting to change. Yeah. With the new operating system, they they've they've got more gaming capabilities. They've got a DirectX like, uh, you know, functionality. Uh, in the in the OS, I believe. Um. Yeah, the only gaming I've had an issue with, as far as okay, I had a game and Mike had a game, was um, Generals Command and Conquer Generals. Uh, I think it required that we went through like a third party gaming hub of some type. Yes. Yeah, and, and, and but it was only for Mac. Yes. So uh, okay. now Call of Duty Two, we have no problem. 
we go to where the servers are, we hook up and we play, no big issue. But for Command and Conquer, for some reason, on that version, it had this weird, you know, thing and it didn't work out. Like, oh well, big deal. I could turn over to my PC, I had a PC version of it too. Uh, but I, you know, I, I don't see that there's anything that Microsoft's going to come up with that someone won't find a plug-in for Apple. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if your iPhone became the one-stop place for controlling your house and you wouldn't need a Microsoft computer stationed in a corner somewhere. You'd be doing it <laughs> Wi-Fi from your iPhone. Oh, that would, I could see that that's happening. Probably, yeah, I could see that very easily, too. Yeah, yeah, especially with the, the SDK that's going to be coming out. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, That would be, be, be perfect. And AT&T is supposed to have their new uh, internet uh, up and running, I think, by November, which then hopefully will trump Verizon as being the fastest of the Internet services for the wireless phones. You hope. I hope. Well, I left Verizon because my brother-in-law talked me into, you got to get on the ones with the GSM networks because that's the worldwide standard and all this bull crap. I, I, I don't regret my switch to AT&T from Verizon at all. I had good good reception with Verizon. My reception right now in Old Town Orange sucks. Um, at certain spots in my grandmother's house in Huntington Beach, I have I can move from one end to the Davenport, as she calls it, to the other side, <laughs> the <laughs> Davenport, <laughs> and That's increase a, which my... Which is a brand, which is a brand name of a sofa, right? You, uh, you know, actually, I looked it up once. I think it, it is, is a brand, a brand name. Yes. Um, and I'm lucky to get a couple bars here and there. My boss dumped AT&T with his BlackBerry for uh, Verizon, and his service has improved 100% in our area. Um, we're getting a lot of drop calls. So I don't know. AT&T's got the iPhone. I think I'm about ready to dump the Trio, since I'm on my third Trio, and maybe just make the jump to the iPhone and screw the Palm OS for good. Which is also a shame, but, you know... It is a shame. It, it, just, you know what? Don, we know Don from bowling. Um, the ex-secretary Don, he had three iPhones and dumped... Or not iPhones. Uh, Trio dumped his for the same kind of problems I'm having. And I'm just sick and tired of it. And uh, I, I can't take it anymore. So I, I, well, it really all comes down to customer experience. And, and you know, these companies got to, you know, really focus on cu customer experience... And you know that's that's what's gonna ultimately that's what should be should be taking. You well, know. what cracks me up is that if any other business ran themselves like the cell phone companies do. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I can name one. How can, how can they stay in business? I, I can name know? one. I can name a few. Cable TV. That's why. Hey, I cable, went, that's why cable I TV yeah, because they because they got us because because we think that they've got us. By you know, by the pubic hair, well, you know, they, like they've the, got regional the short and curlies. The short and curlies, that's the, right. The cable systems have regional monopolies, so your only choice is to go um, satellite. And now that iTunes is doing a lot more with renting and and getting shows, you, can, don't if, you if you don't if you're willing to pay, which is why those kind of services exist. Satellite radio, why does it exist? People are willing to pay not to have the damn commercials. Yeah, I'm willing to pay, but they won't sell it to me. <clears throat> Are you serious? You can't get satellite radio up there. 
Oh no no, it's it's more the the whole iTunes stuff. Like I, the, oh, we, just got, on like, we just got TV shows in in December. We won't have. We probably won't have movies for another couple, at least a couple months. Probably going to be closer to the end of the year. We still haven't seen the iPhone. Um, you know, just just stupid. Oh. Hey, well, you know, you know you're, you're the price you pay. And everything. Yeah. 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 The price you pay for being Canadian or for being America's hat. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Up there at the top. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm with Callie Lewis of Geek Brief TV that though I iTunes. Callie Lewis. Yeah, the, the yeah. iTunes rental is a good step forward, but the rental yeah. period is too short. Uh, yeah. From the day you download it, from what I understand, you have 30 days to watch it. And from the first time you start to watch it, you have a 24-hour 24 period to watch yeah. it as many times as you want. And it's going to bump to like three days or something yeah. like that. And it's, you know, it's not cheap, but it's convenient. And if you've got a large display like the 24-inch iMac, uh, I you know, this seems small to me compared to, I don't know what my TV out in the other room is, 52 inches or something. Um and this seems small, but I can, God, it wasn't 10, maybe 15 years ago, we had a 25-inch console TV. And we just yeah. thought we had the best thing in the world. <laughs> that was big. And, and yeah. now I've got that sitting on top of my, my desk as a computer screen. Yeah. And how many times how many times have you told not to sit close to the TV? Exactly. Yeah. Don't ruin your eyes. Yeah. 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 I'm like a foot away from my yeah. you know, 22-inch monitor. Yeah. So... What can the house? I mean, okay, robotics haven't really gone to where we thought they were. Robotics have been around since the George Jetson times in yeah. simplistic forms. I mean, look at audio animatronics. I can remember seeing an interview, I think, with Randy Bright, something about next thing you know, they'll breathe. And he's like, they already do. Because they can give you the illusion of them breathing. And I think this was right after Ben Franklin pseudo walks up the stairs it's not the the greatest shuffle up the stairs i've ever seen but you know it was a step it's, forward it's from pretty what convincing the past. it's pretty good it's convincing pretty depending good. on where you sit yeah you know? yeah now where has audio animatronics gone since then we've been we've increased the ability to have quick movements with i forgot what the the term they use to balance because like if you move your hand quickly left to right we have something naturally built into us that allows us to equilibrium eat, yeah maybe that's the term for us but they've got a term for their animatronics now now the animatronics can do that you know back in lincoln's time the movements were slow they were deliberate because if you went too fast the thing would just rattle it didn't know how to stop in midair and move back it needed time slow, to react. slow down to stop then yeah. build back speed on the now reverse. as you've seen starting with really the wicked witch and then it went into the auctioneer, uh, the auctioneer, and all these others, the A100s, and I don't know if we on, what are we on A300, Sarkos three. They can really move, and if you ever saw Timekeeper, was a really good example of a lot of facial movements, a lot of stuff, and that's kind of an older one. Why haven't they really progressed in robotics further to where you know Asimov is cool, wow. but Asimov is a really Cheap recreation, Asimo. or whatever his name is. He, he's a cheap creation of this. He's just a little smaller, but you know, he's not doing what this guy was doing. 
And because if, if we make them too good, then Skynet's going to take over. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I think to answer that question, I think one of the things they were talking about when they were working on the Zarkov figures is they were working with what is uh, University of Utah and Salt Lake. Yeah, they're the working bio- with some uh, prosthetics. Yeah, and prosthetics. Stuff. They're doing a lot of work on that. The robots, quote unquote, that we have out, you need to have a need, a market for them, and we are slowly starting to see them in the household as like robot vacuum cleaners that we've seen more. Like what's it, Rombo? Rom- Roomba. 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 Roomba and his brother Scuba. Back to me, my pants. There's nothing like. Yeah, and yeah, what's what's the other one? The one that does the mowing the lawn too. I haven't seen that one. I think it's I haven't seen company. I could do Mose that legacy Moses. with. I could used to be able to water my lawn without a robot. Remember those ones that look like little tractors? Yeah. And you lay out your hose and, and it would follow, it would follow the, the hose. hose yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but I think it's more towards the market. Uh, people don't want to spend fifty, sixty thousand dollars on a robot okay, butler, but even though it's like he your can first fifty-inch TV. House. You needed. This is the way all technology ends up working. It's expensive at first. And the people who have money, who have to show that they have money, buy these things. Right. Early and adopters. They, and they eventually start, we, you know, working their way down. You haven't provided us with anything that can really do anything of significance. Roomba, Roomba, whatever, kind of a cool device. Even Geek Brief showed a way to make kind of your own out of a radio, uh, radio remote car, and they yeah. pick something up. It was kind of funny. Um, what has that really done for us? We've seen the little makeshift ones that you can have a remote control that they show bringing you your drink. What they don't show is that somebody in the other room had to load him up before you could have him come back to you. Right? No, wait a second, wait a second. What about beer box? Beer box. Yeah, dude. I've seen about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but if you're not standing in the right spot, That's too right. bad. Yeah. <laughs> it, it would seem like we've had that technology for a long, long time. Now, we may not have had the balancing of walking until maybe the last 10 years where they're getting close. Because they've got the, the dinosaur, but he's kind of balanced with that little cardi pulls, right. I think. Right. Uh, yeah, but who needs... Muppet Labs. What about walking? Yeah, wa- I mean, you should be able to take an ECV every, everywhere. What's so that? You should be able to take an ECV everywhere. So why does the robot have to walk? Well, who's going to walk your dog? The Something robot. with wheels can walk your dog the if robot. the terrain is... Well, I'm just saying, and like an iRobot, they did all kinds of things. They walked your dog, they went shopping for you. You we got w- your medicine? Yeah, but, I mean... We would have an illegal should... alien problem <laughs> if we had robots. <laughs> 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 they took over the world. <laughs> Maybe that's a real start Skynet. <laughs> Skynet. You got, uh, did, you get, did you get to watch Sarah Connor before you came online tonight there, Chris? Uh, yeah, I watched it yesterday, last night. I just watched last week's yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, this. Yeah, it was. It was a good episode. It's, How about it's the new Night Rider? Did you guys check into that? Oh, that was terrible. You know why That's, I won't watch the Night Rider? Because it's a Ford. They're driving a fucking Ford. Ford. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there watching that. That going. would be like putting the Charlie's Angels in a Chevy. Oh. <laughs> you know, I'm just. I'm, I'm watching that. I just going. Man, this is really bad. Who's, I can't believe the, I'm still watching who's this. Who's the voice for Cat this time? Kid, it's uh, or Cat, Bell Kilmer. Uh, who? Bell Kilmer. Bell, Bell Kilmer. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. So you know he's apexing. 
I got to. I got to work. <laughs> I watched the first forty-five minutes of it, and then I had to had to get back to work on the PC here. So, oh, lucky you! I didn't have anything to distract me. It, <laughs> it just oh. didn't grab my attention of wanting to watch. I, I'm watching Sarah Chronicle or Sarah Connor's Chronicle with a little bit of trepidation because. Um, you know, it's not that bad, no, and it's right I, up your alley. It's a it's a Fox it, television program, Greg. They're, they're, and, and no, it, it actually is good. I'm still trying to get over the okay. Again, another show that's fucked with a known timeline, <laughs> and um, she should be blonde. I can get over it's a different person, but she looks like totally like a totally different person, just way off the reservation. Uh, I have she's heard got, she's got to be dark haired. I think her is blonde. I, I have heard some who uh, will argue that the timeline isn't really violated because the third Terminator movie wasn't done by James Cameron, so they're just kind of resetting the clock here. <laughs> Again, people who have way too much time on their hands to think about these things. Um, I don't know. It was, that's okay. That anything like Bobby in the shower? Excuse me? What? What? The old Dallas routine that, you know, we, we got to Oh, he wakes up from a dream? And we so we got to destroy the entire previous season. So it's just oh that whole. But thing you was know a dream. when Bobby he woke up the from shower. the shower, that actually destroyed Dynasty, which was a spinoff. None of that should have happened. That's that was right. all a dream of his too. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do you remember in high we, school when we had a football game when the game was over? Everybody JR. ran to the TV to see who shot Jr. No, we, we, well, I brought that one radio well, there oh, to yeah. pick up the TV, oh, and we're sitting in the yeah, parking lot because the bus broke down. So that's we're right. sitting in the in the middle of Santa <laughs> Ana across the street from the county jail. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. We played Nets Stadium that yeah. night, not at Chapman College. Yeah, listening to who that shot was, they are. That was funny. okay. I think we've gone enough off the reservation on this one here, and I think we've killed the subject. So There's we went around we the really table. Had. Are we excited and can't wait to see the House of the Future, or are we have some reservations that they're going to pull this thing off? I, I I personally have reservations because of the whole actor thing. You know, how often are these people going to put on this show that they're packing for China? What do you think, Chris? I uh, I think it'll be interesting to, to see. I just like interventions. I think I've been in, in, in interventions twice in the whole time that it's been there since I've been going. So I think this is probably going to be uh, along that same lines. You go to see it. You take the new person that hasn't seen it that's with you. Um, and you say intervention? Interventions. Did you go see interventions when we were in, at Epcot, by the way? No, I didn't. I just the the interventions at Disneyland. Just you know, if if it was like I got I got too many other things to see. Yeah, I just wonder. I, I'm not making any value judgment like Mike missing major attractions because that yeah. by no means is anything okay. major. Uh, but yeah, no, no, yeah, nobody comes back and says, "Did you go see interventions?" No, but I can remember <laughs> when we were there before. We talked about um, Communicore. Yeah, months later. Oh, that roller coaster we created was really cool. That other show was really. Right. But you're right. I don't see anybody coming back saying, "Oh my God, you got to see Inventions." Yeah. What you should you see the latest computer game you can get over there. What do I think? <laughs> I have. I'm excited that something new is coming. I'm disappointed that the House of the Future is really a contemporary house with new gizmos in it. Gizmos may be cool. I may want that TV that is. 120 inches floor to ceiling, thin as a wafer board. Yep, gotta have it, want it. Mm. But is that really the future? 
I you mean, know, in, in the Star Trek future, TV died out in the late 21st century. That's right. So, I'm looking forward to TV dying out and we get something new, like holographic entertainment. RCA is working on you new know, stuff right uh, now. So uh, we'll hollow, hollow rooms. Uh, but won't that still be television? I don't Could you imagine? Yeah, you know what never happened on Star Trek that I wanted to, wanted to happen? They, they went into the hollow deck and got to like relive opening day at Disneyland. <laughs> but it would have been in black and white. Yeah, but it's a, it's a universal. Not problem. true because I do. I I, I do have are, seen color color footage of that whole day. That's what I I gotta met. You know, okay, DF and me. If I had a, if I had that technology, I would go back and see certain things that Disney did, like the opening of Disneyland, the opening of yep. you know Walt Disney World. See everything in its heyday. Okay, Mister you know? Peabody, let's go check the Wayback Machine. I, I think that would be that would be a lot of fun. Um, you know, whatever. <laughs> Richard, so Richard, you you gonna give your two cents then? My two cents. I, I I agree. I'm looking forward to something new. It's it's way overdue. I think in that particular attraction. I like you, Mike. Am a little disappointed that they're not building an actual building. I would like to see the whole. That was Greg's disappointment. Well, I thought you made the same comment. That but they're not really, think about it. If they're gonna build a contemporary house. Where would you mix that in with what is already I, badly yeah, themed I, Tomorrowland? Granted, I agree, but thing back is, in the is bushes it, behind the uh, yeah. Utopia, <laughs> in back of the bushes there, just hide it all together. But I, I would like to see it do the whole kit and boo. I'm I'm curious to see what it's going to be like. But I think Chris kind of uh, I don't know if he said it exactly, but I think it's going to be one of those attractions though. You go see once, oh that's neat, and then that's it. You're not going to want to necessarily yeah. see it I think again. They're going to spend a be... lot of money for very little ROI. Yeah. Yep. So I think that's yeah. it on this one. Yeah, I would say that wraps uh, up a pretty good show with the B list Canadian podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, hey, you're the top on my podcasting Canadian list. That's, he's, on the oh, yeah. top, he's on the top of my map of podcasters. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Cheesy, but nice. Yeah, I've, I've loved Character Breakfast since you first started it. I mean, it's... I'm, I'm really happy. <laughs> you know, it's, it's been a real work in progress. And really pushed through, but, you know, it's coming together. Nicely. And that spinoff you have, Northern Mouse, is really good, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, top, top quality productions. Uh, <laughs> nice. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Hey, so, uh, Chris, while you're here, uh, as, before we quickly say goodbye so I can go watch Jericho on TiVo, um, what was your latest show, and when was it put out, and what should we be looking forward to see if we haven't downloaded it yet? Plug away. Uh, I just uh, released a new episode this uh, last weekend, uh, so that would be the 14th or, no, 16th, I guess it was. Um and it was the second part of uh, Adventures Club, so we'd had a few we we'd had a few more drinks, and we'd been there for a little while, and it in, interacted with the with all the with all the characters, and we we got a pretty good ribbon. So. And was that uh, um, during Fat and Happy? Yeah, that was during that was during Fat and Happy '07. And uh, if you enjoyed the first Adventures Club. Uh, episode, you'll really enjoy this next one because some of the jokes are carryovers, and uh, it's, it's really quite funny. What about Boot Girl? Uh, Boot Girl does not make an appearance. 
I, I have very limited footage of Boot Girl. That's too bad. Would you like some limited footage of you being embarrassed by the maid? Talking about that, that's 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 the whole episode actually. Did, did you let the camera run when you were up there on the stage? Yep. Yep. Oh, great. So we'll get the ah, small Chris little big, again. Huh? He's a good sport. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> it was good times. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It's uh, yeah. That place. I'm sorry. We need a West Coast version of that place. I, I oh, agree. Absolutely. Oh. I agree. Uh, yeah. All right, well, Chris, thank you for coming on at literally the last moment. Uh, yeah, thank you. My pleasure. You added great clarity, a lot of depth and insight. A lot of dimension. Um, and a total load of bullshit to the show, <laughs> and we appreciate well, it. Well, I do what I can. And we appreciate yeah. that. I hear there's some really fine fertilizer up in Canada, and you've spread it well. Well, I appreciate that. Thanks for that. No problem. <laughs> And uh, what should we look forward to from you in uh, another month, a couple weeks? Are you going to do some more Fat and Happy footage? What's going to look like? uh, Yeah, I'm going to do uh, Cali River Rapids is next. And then uh, I'll, I'm going to start uh, peppering out some, some, uh, some different uh, West Fest slash uh, – or West Fest and some um, do, 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 Fat and Happy uh, little snippets there, you know uh, – our, our time with the bandito. Oh, uh, oh, very cool. Yeah, stuff like that. So, well, I guess I need I can plug this for you because it's going to be on my show at the Main Street Cinema. But you were the cinema photographer. It was the New Orleans History Walk at Mouse Fest or West Fest 07. Seven. Oh seven. Yeah. And I'm finally getting it out almost a year later but you know it's going to work out as some promo for west fest this year yeah uh, i think so it's going to be good and it might actually be three parts because it's fairly long it is in high definition um so it'll be kind of large so i think i'll probably pare it down to three shows and it, so that'll give us some you know some lead into the, the uh, west fest and so I guess we can then move into pimping for that. What is your meet at WestFest this year? Uh, we're, Brad and I are going to go and we're going to ride the, uh, the Haunted Mansion. Last year we did uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and we decided that uh, this year we'll go and we'll go do uh, Haunted Mansion. And we'll, Mansion. Oh, nice. For those who yep. don't we'll go know. ride and have some fun and goof around. And those who don't, who don't know who Brad is, who is Brad? Uh, Brad is an uh, Oak fan. Uh, it's bringing Disneyland home. Another fine video podcast on yeah on the DPN on the, yeah. on the DPN. So the DPN's West Fest is as we know May third and fourth. Third and fourth with a yep. pre-event, a unofficial official pre-event on the second, hosted yep. by Aussie John for MiceCast. You know that that whole thing is getting to the point where I think it's <laughs> overhyping it. I don't people think are so. people are expecting us just to be pub crawling the whole time. Uh, well, <laughs> or, you know, or be. Or be cigar chopping, you know, swearing, and we're, just we're, we're, well, you know, well, that'll be great. That's right there, that's cigar chopping and swearing. We're doing a live show. That's all we. What I, think I just we think need it's to do <laughs> is we need to go to the beer cart or the margarita shack, whatever is your margarita. Yeah, margarita. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, go get your. I'll take a beer, <laughs> Go get your snacks from the uh, the bread factory and the tortilla factory. Go get your little snacks. Yep. Bring them all over so that we get some starch before you drink. We'll crawl over to the section next to the old Chinese restaurant that hasn't been open since opening day. 
and we'll do like a Johnny fortune King, cookie factory. Yeah, the fortune well, cookie it's, factory. it's food and wine that weekend too, guys. That is true. We can crawl over to that corner and do a John and Ken like, you know. Oh yeah, twenty years of rage. Twenty years of rage. <laughs> people can yell. We'll have them up to the mic. Let them have their say, and this will be a great event. So, needless to say, you know what our our event now is the the rabble rouser meet. And then I've, I've got a couple meets that are on the list. So just check out the website, dpnwestfest.com. Is that what the straight shooter site is? Yep, that's the that's the, the website for that. Okay. And just remember that um, your time to buy a discounted ticket, yeah, you've got a little less than a month. By March 15th, that's when the discounted ticket's in. So if you want a discounted ticket, buy before then. If you don't mind paying extra money... Some of you who like to buy things at a higher price because it makes you feel like you, you're you're a big spender. You can wait till you know <laughs> the end Fool's of Fool's Day. Well, that would yeah. be too late because April Fool's Day is like the end. But you could okay. probably purchase through midnight what? of April Fool's Day. I'm guessing. But I'm saying <laughs> you can pay the extra money yeah. after March 15th oh, and yeah. still purchase t- tickets right up to April Fool's. But that means we'll take your money. Yeah. <laughs> but we have to put in the mark that there are a limited number of tickets. So if we sell out of tickets, your host to those dates, too bad, too, that's too bad it. For you. You're, you know, too late. So we you, did sell out last year. So you don't want to necessarily wait till those dates. Those are and just, people. People were turned away. Don't yeah. make me sell you a scalp ticket out in front. That, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So expect a good time. Uh, there will be, you know, a bar and food, and I think uh, I think there might be more than just Yeehaw Bob, though he is the headliner. I'm, I'm starting to hear some some talk that there might be some other entertainment. They're good, we're going to try to squeeze in and besides and us, a good time. Besides that, well, eating with us should be good enough. Yeah, but, that's right. Um, where we feel gracious enough to provide entertainment <laughs> for you beyond having the podcasters in but, the same room with but, you. All us superstar rock stars. That's right. <laughs> but, but we're cheap enough to have a cash bar, too. Yeah, so. we are cheap enough to have a cash <laughs> yeah. bar. But, you know, I don't think we'll worry about the minimum there because Aussie John may clean that place out. Um, <laughs> I don't think I mean, we'll have... Well, Earl's coming, too, guys. So Yeah, yeah, yeah don't forget Earl. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But Earl, Here. you know, Earl's got his taste on beer, so... Uh, Aussie, I don't think it really matters. If there's alcohol in it, he consumes it. So... He's yeah, we'll put that. I could put that to the test. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. I, I have visions of uh, American Pie coming into my head. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh. Okay, on that fine note. On that fine note. Uh, let's mention our, our uh, sponsors that we do have on our show here. Oh, oh, uh, travel. What's our travel sponsor, Mike? You? Orlando Vacations. Uh, you can reach Orlando Vacations through the MiceCast.com website. They are a pretty good site, especially if you're looking for And guess what? MiceCast website is MiceCast.com. Right? MiceCast.com, that's right. And who else do we need to thank for this marvelous uh, Brian show? Brian McDaniel from the book Walt Disney World, The Full Report. There so, you go. With that, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, Mike, I'm taking your job tonight. I'm calling it in, and I'm okay. saying good night. Good night. Good day. Peace. A. A.